To the Ether. Today is Tuesday, December 6, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two part Rack FM code in testing. I believe this is Rack FM 11 or 12 or whatever. Let's take a listen. Welcome to Rack FM. You all right, Gansey lads? You all right, brother? Oh, yeah. Gotta find the crew that's doing all right. Oh, Gansey's PSP. I just think Gansey's PSP there. Oh, my God. It's a beauty, that, isn't it? With the clean hearts. There's a bean to me, mine. Look at these parts. From the backlash. Under the NFTs in my backpack. From the stash app. In this haystack. 100 NFTs in my backpack. From the stash app. Here we got a few more in the room, Gin, before we start, yeah? All the Radville. Secret is a great deal. Shame better stand fast. Robert with his streets with straight facts. Yeah, Winston gonna eat if you retweet. If you dare that. Motherfucking hashtag. Hundred NFTs in my backpack. Hundred NFTs in my backpack. In this haystack. Dum, dum. Man, Gaines, I could look at those. I could look at those raccoons, mate, on that video every day of the week. Do you know that? Our oh, tanks here and Matt. Hello, guys. How you doing, Gaines? Are you okay, son? Good morning. Good evening. Yeah, I'm great. I'm just laughing at these better cooks. I saw Jim Yang, uh, Jim Yang's post earlier, and I was like, oh, my God, is this guy like an ultimate giga pleb better cook or what? Because 
for like the last like six, seven days, he's just like ranted and raved and ranted and raved. And then he's like, today he's like, oh, it's because I just love Cosmos so much. Oh, I mean, I'm. Games, what is it with these people? Can they grow up like? Nah. You know what? At this point, I don't even know what's real life anymore. I don't know what's real life anymore. If we're still in the simulation or not. Probably. Probably, especially now. Apparently, <clears throat> apparently Elon's getting death threats now, right? <clears throat> no fucking surprise there, is there? What's up with that, Robo? Tell us. Because um, you, know you know that podcast that you recommended me? I listened to it. Yeah, yeah. And they were talking about it a little bit. Mm. He... Uh... <clears throat> He, he he came out the building and there was fans across like the other side of the road. And uh, basically, like, uh, I think somebody asked him for like a, an autograph because he often does them. And he was just like, no, and th- there'll be no more like uh, autographs in the future. He was like quite plainly like, nah, nah, that's all finished now. Sorry. He said, uh, I think your man's going to have to go into uh, lockdown, if you know what I mean. It's quite yes. easy to put a bullet. Quite easy to put a bullet in someone from from a very far distance away. They could easily pop Elon off, man. And at the end of the day, what a lot of people don't realize is, right, that, like, yeah, there's people working for Elon, right? But, like, he's kind of irreplaceable for one, right? If you think about it, yeah? Like, if he goes, everything goes. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's the ideas man. He's the motivator. He's got the big brains, but he's the one that can get the big brains together and get them like working together to produce shit, right? Unlike Cosmos, where all the big brains just want to fight with each other, right? He can like bring his crew together. But if you took Elon out, that's the whole entire fucking empire gone overnight, if you ask me. Like so you can yeah, imagine you imagine and can you imagine the price of Dogecoin? I mean if he just fucking got murdered. <laughs> Well, it's not just that. It's how you see Elon, right? In You don't see Elon for the day, right? You look at Elon for what he's going to do in five years' time or ten years' time. Dude, we need people like this. We need the, like, sigma-level brains in this world, like, especially the ones that want, like, a degree of, like, peace, unity, harmony, equality, but not that equity shit that they keep talking about, the real equality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's good. I, I keep mentioning this before, and people will be sick of me. How I view the world is just like good and evil, just simple as that to me. And he's firmly, firmly in the good camp mind. But yeah, that's mad, dude. Did you see Canada? Did you see Canada now offering to fucking like kill people? Did you see that or not? Why? No. Are you talking about the podcast? Because I didn't. I wasn't able you know, to like, do, watch the whole thing. But you know, like the euthanasia thing that they started in like Belgium, and then I think they moved to Switzerland, that might have been or Austria. Then you know, the euthanasia thing, dude. Listen to this, man. In Germany, they're fucking doing these, uh, offering the euthanasias in Germany. But listen to this how mad is this? You have to go and take a COVID test before they can kill you. No shit, that was all over the news yesterday. Did you see that? No, Not sure, man. I I don't think I came across that that headline. But we got Jacob in here. For no sure. We got like Tank. Tank as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, how's it going? We're doing well, Jacob. How about yourself? Are you okay? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Jacob, I was on the AI today, you know, the AI, yeah? I was on the AI today for my work, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. out stuff in English. And, dude, wow, the results are sort of there from that, like, just unbelievable. Like, I, I, I produce, like, really, like, nasty, like, uh, emails, right? Uh, like, unprofessional kind of emails that you would never send, right? Just so I can kind of use these as, like, as examples for people in the future. And uh, I said to the AI, I was like, can you please make this like a uh, polite, less direct and more diplomatic, please? And literally, they're just like in, in, in about like less than, less than two seconds, I would say. They literally just converted this like nasty email to this like beautiful piece of work. But like still driving the message home. But just I mean, the way that I actually write, like I have to do this and teach it. Right. I just wanted to try out the AI. But it's fucking mad, man. You can have mad fun with, like, the analogies. And Have you been doing anything else, Jacob? Have you been doing anything else with code with the uh, AI today? Well, no, not today. I, um, tell you what I did last night, though. I mean, okay. You all know Skip? Guys? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Skip is going to be fucking huge. You want to know why? Tell us why. Because, okay. In 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 the mainline Tendermint repository, you like go and contribute code, and and they'll be like, well, you know, we can't accept your pull request because like one year ago we wrote this other branch, and it's like super good, and we we need to merge this one year old branch in, so like we we can't merge your simple code formatting update, and so like I I you know there was some commentary about Skip, like it was it was because that whole like. Oh, some Juno validators are are taking 100 percent or whatever, which really you know is not a big deal. Anyway, Magnus, I I, I was going to invest in Skip. Full full transparency here, um, and uh, you know I'm so stupid. I didn't even think about li- liquidating crypto. To it. This was like three months ago. Prices were were much better. I, anyhow, um, I didn't. That's fine, but like. I got in touch with the team again. Uh, and just so you guys know, I, I don't think they have like any plan for a token. It was investment in a company. And uh, I, I had had several calls with them um, surrounding investment and also like their strategy. And, and I didn't know until yesterday how fucking Maverick. Well, I, I actually, I, I knew that the team was Maverick the whole time. Like that's, uh, I, you know, I'm primarily focused on investing in Notional, right? And we run it very lean, um, although increasingly uh, we are we are having conversations about like working to even take small bites uh, to um, funding other people's projects. Oh, oh, full full transparency. When I say invest, I mean ten thousand dollars. You know. Um, and anyhow, um, suffice it to say, I've always had a very high opinion of them. Skip came up on yesterday's Juno Dev call. We do one every week. And um, I I'd, I'd had a call set up with Magnus from Skip. Anyhow, and, and he was like, well, no, like, you know, Skip is, is actually, it's, it's lightly modified Tendermint. The okay, 
I was really concerned about Skip's security. I'll, I'll tell you guys why. Um, you know, typically when you want to like deliver instructions to a computer, you, you do that through an RPC or an API. And I thought Skip worked that way. And, and what they would do is this sort of break like the independence of validator nodes using Skip because you'd be like always phoning home for directions, right? Like, hey, what do I do with this block? Stuff like that. No, no. Skip is a wrapper on top of Tendermint peer-to-peer. But wait, there's so much more. So anyway, if you go to the, the github.com slash Tendermint slash Tendermint, you'll see that I, I've written a couple of large pull requests recently. They've basically all been turned down and, and basically all for the same reason. Like, like well, if we, you know, if we do that, right, it's, it's going to be the end of the world. Um, and of course, it's not. Anyhow, I refactored Tendermint last night in like a 10-hour code binge. I, it, Tendermint, the, the branch that I made, probably 10% the code, or not 10%, sorry, it's probably half the code, um, mainly from the perspective of dependencies pulled into it. Now, every dependency uh, adds security risk. This is actually one of the reasons why you know, I'm an open source zealot because every complex piece of software has dependencies, and um, if you know, you want to be able to check those. Anyhow, holy shit, guys! I have, I have this build of Juno that any of you dudes could run on your laptop. Um, I can do the same thing with Osmosis, and it was all just really. It was all I did was combine the code that I wanted to write for Tendermint and, and I had like, actually you can go to the main Tendermint repo. You can see my pull requests and I just did all of them in one place. And I was like, guys, like I'm not going to scope the first, when we, we talk about scoping a pull request. When you scope it, like you're actually trying to narrow the focus to make it easier for somebody else to review. And I was like, guys, I, I'm the first one. I'm not going to scope it because I want, to make a lot of changes that depend on each other. Um, so this is a pull request that touches hundreds of files. It takes away every configurability option for the database. Um, but what that means is that because you can't configure it, well, basically, like, the default mode supports, like, five different databases or something. There's no point. That's not, like... It, it doesn't accomplish anything. You just have more databases and, and, and four of like four of them really suck. So I took, uh, oh man, it was really good. You can go to github.com slash notional dash labs slash uh, mev dash tendermint. And guys, uh, I'm probably going to be running skip, but you, you want to know the crazy part. Like I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to use their Mev stuff. They were like, "No, it's it's open source. Like, do what you want to with it." And and we're like, we're really happy to review your code and work with you on this stuff. And we're like, "Oh my god, you're going to save Cosmos with this attitude." It's great. I like calm just down, calm down. positive review. Calm down, calm down. We're listening. You don't have to shout at us. <laughs>
Wait, oh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm lost. I'm a little bit lost. So are you saying you're going to work with the skip team? or? No, I'm just contributing. Um, okay. Yeah, like... Oh, I, well, and, and the the modifications that they made are so small. Like, because they made it so that... A validator running skip is not calling out to like an API or RPC on some remote system. Hey, Instead, hey, hey, yeah. Can, can you do me a favor and do everybody else a favor as well? Because I think sometimes they get lost. Could you, before you explain that, could you explain why a validator might be wanting to run skip? Yeah, totally. Um, can I talk about like the dystopian hellscape of like other Mev solutions real quick? And then get into skip. Yeah. Just think though. Just oh, think yeah. as well. Just think something. Have, 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 have you guys heard of Mechatech? Have you guys heard of Mechatech? Jacob. Well, do you know anything about like the MEV landscape on Ethereum? Jacob, can I can I give you a piece of advice? Like you clearly know and understand all this stuff really well, but I think your brain is running at like a million miles an hour you're like explaining one thing and then you jump to another thing and then you jump to something and then you try and jump back. And that's like how people lose you. Um, so I would try and focus on like complete, like one thought at a time. And after we complete like a single thought and answer a question, then we can kind of move on to the next thought. That's yeah, just like a validator, a validator would want, I'll, I'll try, I'll try and follow your flow here. Okay. So to respond directly to Tank's question, a validator would want to run skip because like everything else is much worse. Um, I, there's, I'll give you an example here from like Notional's perspective. There's really not a profit reason to run skip. Um, at least, you know, currently it's not very significant at all. However, skip is scope limited MEV. And what I mean by scope limited is like, well, MEV can involve some really unethical practices. If you look into the landscape of MEV on Ethereum, you're going to quickly find like, holy shit, like they, they really kind of fuck people over. Um, and that's not nice, right? So, um, there are alternatives to skip being developed in Cosmos and, okay, first of all, a validator might want to run my code because it's really fast and, and I used skips code and it's really just derivative work from Tendermint with a bunch of really interesting modifications, but a validator might want to promote skip like as a network wide thing um, because solutions like Mechatech that there, there's no holds barred. Um, you know, the. It, Jacob, can I ask you, Jacob, can I ask yeah. you just some really clear cut questions, right? Just so I can like get my understanding as, as much as the audience, right? Just, just like quick little questions, right? Generally, Speaking historically, MEV's always been viewed like a bit negative or a bit negative to retail, but it can be uh, prosperous or advantageous. This skip protocol can be good in Cosmos, right? Is that correct? Yeah, 
you were saying about Ethereum, it's historically NAV has been bad for people. You know, unless you control. I, I think that MEV is so bad. Cool. Um, like we're actually kind of forced into a situation of choosing between like least worsts. And before before you say, "Oh, well, you need to solve that." I mean, yes, there are people working on solving it. Even the Osmosis team is working on like more fundamental solutions. It's likely to be a year, you know. Um, Anoma, because Anoma is private when the when the mem mempool that's like the transaction queue the chain when that is private mev is either much harder or impossible probably closer to impossible with like today's techniques and technology um so what what i would say to you was actually i mean these bad um and i'll skip is really doing that's better than others is that they're prohibiting the worst set of practices and at the same time writing really really good code also that worst set of practices is a, a solid 80 percent of mev profits you know so right now um there's 53 validators running on skip uh just looking at juno right now i'm sure that's like many other ones uh no it's notional running right now on juno uh for skip with skip you know what's funny is like i think that we're going to use skip's code mev tendermint but yeah. we might not end up for skip just yet um uh, yeah. yeah like because their modifications are so small like i i can use their code and, and modify their code and just sort of play around. And I don't need to, uh, be, okay. Enrolling your validator in skip works like their systems can see when you're going to be the next one to propose a block. And then, you know, because they're monitoring the mempool, they can, um, transmit to you over peer to peer. This part is really important. One of the reasons I'm so excited about, working on this stuff actually because they're they're broadcasting the messages to the nodes over peer-to-peer -peer, encrypted and then saying okay you know order the transition uh, order the transactions in this block in this way so so basically in in layman's terms for everybody that doesn't know uh the reason why a validator would want to run uh on top of skip or running skip on top of whatever chain they're they're validating for us it just basically makes them more efficient in capturing MEV, correct? Or am I wrong on that? Uh, yes, I feel like I'm like, yes and no, like there's a gray area. Yeah, like, okay, so like, Skip is like MEV light. So uh, first yeah. of all, yes, right? Like, it, I mean, if you're not using either Skip or a, another alternative mech attack, or we're still, I, I'm aware that there are some Cosmos validators that have written their own solutions. Um. And like when you do that, you're not going to have the sort of ethical limitations that that Skip put on the technology. And that's a if you look at the anatomy of the practice, it's called sandwiching. Um, mm -hmm. As as regards liquidity pools, I mean, I know that people are doing it. I know where they're doing it. I don't do it, and 
Oh, I, I think that the, it, it's the type of thing that like <laughs> when you're doing it, you know, over time and at scale, like it's, it's going to leave like a black stain on your soul and you're going to feel sad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I like that you say that. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. No, 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 no. I just want to mention osmosis later when you, when you finish, but go ahead, dude. Oh, no, no. I was, I was just going to say like, I know depending on how like there's operational setups are for their validator, you know, um, there's going to be many different reasons on why they might want to do that for themselves, particularly, uh, in the operation, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's, uh, I just want to say, uh, if anybody has ever gone to skip, uh, and looked at their dashboard, you can go to the chains and see how many validators are running skip on, on the chain. Uh, if you go to Juno, you guys know I've been, uh, really focused on Juno lately. Uh, you can see there's just 53 validators running it right or running skip right now for Juno. Um, Jacob, in, in layman's terms, or as best you possibly can, could you kind of explain, because if you go here and you look at the table on the 53 validators here, you can see that there's, um, they have a breakdown of MEV percent that's back to the network and MEV that's kept by the validator. Um, there's quite a few that obviously give back a good amount to uh, the network. But then at the very bottom of this, there's also uh, a few, a handful of validators uh, who keep 100% of the MEV. Ah, ah, tank. I bet it. I think I know exactly what we're talking about here, and it's been all over Twitter, like, for, like, how many days now, bro? There's been a, quite yeah. a few stories about this, and people came out in defence, right? Can I, confirm it? Can I confirm at this stage, is it dust? Is this MEV-like dust? It's Yeah, that's it? what I, I think... want. Uh, currently, it does. Uh, yeah. Maybe gold bars in the future. <laughs> Dust does accumulate the gold bars later. <laughs> Damn, well, I'm not changing it down. I'm going to keep it at 100%. Do it. Yeah. Just kidding. Do there's it there's Just not kidding. really a reason for you not to. Um, what I mean, like. Well, what you, what you can see is, 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 is you can see that the higher ups, like, uh, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody in particular. I'm just using an example because it's right in front of my face. But as you can I see, think... like, the lower, the lower validators on this list comparatively to the ones that are giving back uh, basically 99% of MEV to the network uh, are, are lower validators. Uh, and so like like you said, I love that you said that, Jacob. Dust, gold dust, while it is dust at the moment, could eventually end up being gold bars later. And so like it makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that, that Skip, like their trajectory is, is straight toward gold bars. And... Um, I also think that Skip is pursuing things in a very strategically appropriate way. Um, like, guys, you know, when I was considering investing in Skip and uh, yesterday, I totally agreed to, like, you know, I, hell yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, put my pull requests uh, to your branch. Like, shit, yeah, because they were asking for it, you know, like, like I saw a pull request on Tendermint, like, you want to jam? Um, and I love to jam. So like, what I mean is that Skip is bringing more than MEV. I, I think that we're going to have a significantly improved build of Tendermint, uh, that, that develops over the next year. And like that may begin to compete with, or, or even displace, um, the original Tendermint, but guys like this is, that's the spirit of a open source. Bold. Action, that's right? a bold like, statement. That's a bold statement, mind, isn't it? 
Oh, um, that's a bold statement. Well, not not if you're a software dev, man. Um, if if you're writing code and you're watching all these repositories, current has ship speed is quite low. The team is very conservative. And, and, and by the way, like, um, I love working with informal. Um, uh, basically through a series of events that, that you, I can tell you about at a later time, uh, I ended up like working alongside one of their audit teams. Guys, like they, they really do bring a lot to the table. I, I didn't even know until I, I began uh, working through one of their audits, but like, okay, the, the informal slash ICF point of view on software development is very conservative. And the skip team is very competitive. I, I think that's just going to be really healthy. Hey, Jacob, while, while I have you up here before I forget, um, I don't know if you noticed or not or heard, so I'm going through the Juno top 40 validators all the way down to number one, uh, just kind of like giving a community review on, 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 on their position and what they've been doing. When we finally get all the way down to you, because I know Notion is a big dog. They're all the way at the very, very bottom there. When I finally do end up getting there, would you mind jumping on a call with me or on a live stream and kind of going over? Oh, things I'd love to. Um, yeah, I yeah, definitely would. I just got to officially ask. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk to you about Spark IVC some. Um, but yeah, let's like totally do well, that. And then we'll uh, maybe that. Report... Le mm -hmm. Leave that later. Leave that. We'll leave Moment. that later. Agree to go right. on the show, um, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, homies. Um, I actually hopped on here to jam AI with Rama. I think I'm going to run. Um, Wait, I need Jacob. I need one answer from yeah, you. Yeah. I need. Can I have one answer from you, right? So I'll put some yes, stuff in course. the nest, right? Yeah, okay, for if, you, if, you if you go to the third post on the left from like the start, from the far right, obviously. Uh, sorry, the so you got to go far left, and then it's the third one in. Right? What are you even talking about? What's the third, third, third one in? Bro? Wait a minute. I, I, it's my tweet. It's okay. my tweet. The th third one in. Okay. It's just like this is over a year ago, right? Bear in mind, I was in osmosis, like literally fucking not right at the start, but like within the first 48 hours, right? Uh, this 1st of December, 2021, right? By the middle of next year, which was like the middle of this year, six months, this is now six months later, Osmosis Zone will be the only DEX who will be at the guarantee, and I meant like on obviously IBC, Cosmos, but the only DEX actually, I think, out there that can guarantee it, or could if the fucking ship... Number one, no front running. Number two, no MEV extraction. Number three, no time badded attacks. Now, a year ago, not long after they got the money, the 21 million investment, right, from your man, right, there was all this talk and all this bravado, right? Here we are a year later, mate. Look at the fucking interface. I mean, that liquid's taken. The rat devs could have put that in in 24 hours, man, on that front end, man. What's going on, mate? What's happening with osmosis? Because, like, this is me a year ago. I, I, I've got receipts and I'm saying like, Jacob, you're talking about like MAV and osmosis. I heard you earlier mention osmosis right at the beginning. And I'm thinking, well, people are just getting sick of waiting, Jacob. Do you know that? They're not shipping. It's disappointing, mind. They could have had a, such a monopoly on the entire fucking IBC industry by now. Dex industry could have had all the fucking liquidity, man. We could have been making loads of money, some of us. 
you, do you, do you, you sound like one of these Kuji nuts. I mean, like, where's the development on osmosis? Uh, GitHub in, in the in the last. Where's like, where's the development on Kujira? Ooh, oh, here we go, dude. You didn't do you didn't do that by deflecting like it elsewhere. Like I'm asking you the question outright. Don't deflect like that, man. Come on, man, dude. Don't insult my intelligence. There's a tweet up in there. No, I'm, very I'm, I'm very very serious. Like the code you, man. is on. Hey, I Robo. don't think he yeah, wanted to make this about Kujira. Nobody brought up Kujira until you did, Jacob. He's asking a question about osmosis. Well, and only because Jacob mentioned osmosis in the first MEV sentence. No, it's the first sentence he mentioned MEV. He mentioned osmosis. Well, yeah, and yeah. yeah and then I'm like, well, I'm going to mention And, I mean, well, there's no excuse. Uh, for, there's no excuse for the lack of development on osmosis. Sorry, like, oh absolutely no excuse. In, Literally, if you actually look since its inception, how many like new things have been? What the hell in? do you want? I wanted to give you a beach. What the hell do I want? A year ago, I was bragging to people that it was going to be the only decks that would guarantee this, this, and this because I was listening to the right people, or so I thought. Well, 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 is it going to so guarantee? Thought, it's going to like. I believed I mean, in Sonny back then, man. I believed in a few. Well, people I, I still believe in Sonny. He's like he's like my my fat younger brother from the internet. I know, dude. So you told me like maybe, times. I'm Robo, being honest. Robo, maybe it's uh, a better question is like what things have been happening under the hood that a developer, or someone who's not a developer, may not like understand by looking at the GitHub. Because I think I think Robo's point is from the user pers- perspective, um, the Dex hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, whereas maybe under the hood, things have changed quite a bit. But if we don't know how to read code, we wouldn't really know that. Yes, Avi, but the, Avi at that time, 12 months ago, right, they were bragging about, like, this and this and this is, like, six months away. Like, it was so, uh, honestly, the comments, I can't even, be, I'm going to probably find tweets from the upper echelon, not like Jacob, I'm talking about, like, you know, the core devs or whatever, right, where they'll be, like, bragging about all sorts, man. They even super fluid dragged on for how long? I mean, it's seriously, Jacob, dragged on for, like, so long from, I mean... Don't yeah, but that's, that's, Don't that's, not uncommon, that's not an uncommon thing in development. Timelines change all the time. I, I, I don't think it, like, what I would be curious to hear, um, because Jacob said check the GitHub, is, like, if we were to check the GitHub, like, in general, what would we find and what would be the things that, that you feel as though um, are significant, but maybe users don't notice or see because they're not, like, front-end changes? A really good question. And uh, by the way, like, I mean, I, okay, let's talk front end for one second. Wait, okay, you, you want to know what's under the hood? Let me tell you what's under the hood. Osmosis is the absolute fastest moving code base in Cosmos. They are shipping. Um, now, you may be wondering what the fuck is being shipped. And I've had this conversation before. Um, what, what I mean is that, like, they're clearly, uh is some kind of a ui issue um because osmosis is much more than it started as and in my opinion they're like the best shippers in the cosmos ecosystem um 13 i I know i I don't know if they're like i hope there will be ui changes with 13 because 13 there's 13 is going to have concentrated liquidity 
Uh, 13 is going to have, what the hell is it called? It's stable swaps. Um, 13 is going to have um, validator set selection. Allow me to explain. You make delegations across a group of validators. Um, 13 is going to have IBC rate limiting. Uh, basically, like it, it's sort of like an escape hatch if if something ever goes the way of Terra again, you know. Um, and it, it's it's really funny though. Like my view on Osmosis is is it's like a one eighty from Robos, and if, if I'm being constructive here, I mean, really, I I think that that does say like we do need to do things with the UI. Um, now, I'll tell you another thing, is it may be a little embarrassing here, I fucking love the new UI. I, I've heard a lot of people don't love the new UI. I, it, like, I'm like, ooh, it's, it's more animated and feels very smooth. I don't know, I, I'm a fan. Jacob, what did you say? You've got a, uh, an AI, an AI date with Rama. Is that what you were saying earlier? You said I've got a to... yeah 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 we're gonna load up some sort of like a virtual reality okay. thing and it's like two a.m. Um, it's like two a.m. Yeah, yeah. like nearly two a.m. right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, when when the hell else are you gonna do it? I mean, it gets <laughs> a little well. Being school goisy on him, he's just had a, a sixteen-hour day at work. The day so goisy on him, bro. He's a bit fragile, all right. My little shoebox, you know. Okay, bro. Oh, I mean, I hope I hope this doesn't turn into like a, a Don Kevin thing where like you know, oh, you're talking about my dog again and like. Oh, don't go there. Don't oh. go there. Anyway, I appreciate you. Co- oh no, I'm going there. I'm going. I'm going there because it's are you, hilarious. Are you, oh, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, Jacob, and talking to us. Remember, it just it just makes me laugh. Really, how that like, you know, I you know, Notional's team is really like dudes who are. I, I think our oldest, um, actually, our oldest guy is a year older than me. Somebody I worked with for seven years, uh, another Vietnamese dude, and I, I've shipped software with him before. But other than that, I think our next oldest guy is 25. And so, like, you know, I'll be training and mentoring and whatever. And be like, well, guys, you know, what I do when I'm stuck is like, I, I tweet, but, you know, you got to keep in mind that, uh, you know, somebody might just start talking about your pecker. <laughs> and they're like, I mean, they're screwed oh, up. Man, about We're at the bottom of the bear market. There's better things to talk about anyway. Right? Uh, no, no worries, dude. So are you, are you, is that what you've got to call? Well, Rama now, that's why he's not in, the, in, in here, if he's still awake. No, I, no, I mean, I, well, I, I got to call with Juno in like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Um, dude, but, can, I quickly ask you, um, can I quickly ask you a question? Uh, I can't remember who yeah. it was. It was one of the top validators. It was either Cosmos Station, VD. I don't think it was SG1, but it was one of the top, top validators that uh, made a tweet about the uh, MEV extraction. Uh, sorry, the MEV uh, payout or distribution the other day, right? And, like, I think it was, like, because it was with Skip, obviously. They were, like, that, that was the whole thing of the tweet. I think they, I mean, they're one of the biggest. They captured 2.4 Juno, didn't they? Uh 
2.4 Juno in one day through MEV across like one of the biggest validators on Juno, which is not doing that much traffic at the minute, right? It's about 2.4. And then like, what, what happens? Can I, because I, I, I'm not clear about this guy. Someone needs to fill me in, right? Uh, the distribution, like how is the distribution like ratioed? Like, is it split equally by wallets or is it weighted by delegation? Or very quickly, if any, if you can fill me in or if someone else can tell me, because I, I haven't even looked that far into Skip or anything. How does the distribution work very quickly? Oh, well, um, I think that in, in okay, that they handle it. I know, and, no, 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 but do you know, do you know yourself or not? If, if you don't know, just say, I don't know, that's fine. Like if you don't know, someone else might know. Well, I, I, I believe that the, the rewards come from their like Mav Marketplace. No, no, and, how, and how no, I don't know. Though, like like Gaines was saying, like people are keeping a hundred percent centralized. So like, but I mean, uh, is it equally split between all of the wallets that are validating, or is it like like weighted on by amount of delegation like within the wallet? Am I making sense? I, I think it's weighted by like stake weighted. You know, okay. Like, that's how we pronounce everything in Casper. Gonzi might be able to tell us. Gonzi's jumped in, uh, Jacob. Sorry, interject. Gonzi, do you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I have an intuition actually. So, mostly on, uh, actually, I made a tweet from Stakesit also uh, regarding this. Mostly on Juno, I don't think that uh, MEV extraction is uh, as much close to Osmosis. So, that transaction which uh, they are saying, what I suspect is. Uh, the transaction wherein White Whale uh, took the flash loan to attack the uh, Rack Casino. Uh, because that kind of a big transaction, I think they extracted something like 29 Juno. So that kind of a bit, big extraction is uh, price difference only happens during something like a flash loan. So what I suspect is uh, that transaction alone is due to that uh, White Whale flash loan. Uh, Apart from that, I think uh, on Juno, uh, daily MEV extraction is something around 50 to $60. Uh, if it's distributed among the delegators, uh, I did some number crunching for osmosis. If we are to like uh, distribute the MEV at current rate, then per one osmo, you will get 0 0.005 osmo in a year. Uh, for MEV extraction. So that is a 0.5% uh, APR increase. And that's taking the upper bound of 3000 or more uh, MEV extraction per day. Uh, Chorus One has a bot which posts uh, daily MEV extraction for Osmo. You can search uh, Chorus MEV bot on Twitter. So they have an upper, uh, mostly in the bear market, they are, they are uh, posting something like $3,000 upper limit. Uh, with 300 to $400 lower limit for osmosis. But osmosis generates much more in MEV because the there are a lot of transactions because of the exchange. But on Juno, the transaction number are very low and hence the MEV number is also much, much lower than osmosis. Yeah. So this is, this is the one thing, this is the one thing that I'm curious about is if there is going to be an MEV marketplace, uh, all these projections could change dramatically based off of how much willing, how much people are willing to pay for block space, right? Yeah, 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 sure. Because you see, when when someone is paying for the block the block space or MEV, they are actually making a profit. So let's say I see a transaction which is profitable for me, so I'll give let's say ninety percent to the validator. 
90% of the profits to the validator so that my transaction is prioritized before my competitor. So that 90% again, from that 90%, the validator will keep their stake. Let's say they are uh, taking 10% of maybe and distributing 90% to their delegators. So from that, they'll take 10% of theirs and give the uh, rest of the 90% to their delegators. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I guess kind of going back to uh, Jacob had mentioned earlier, he's like, I, I think MEV is just bad and we're just kind of like stuck with dealing with this. Um, I think it's it's kind of like one of those situations where you're like, all right, this exists. Like we can we can kind of like shove it in a corner, pretend like it doesn't exist. Um, but then once the number goes up, <laughs> we can't really ignore it anymore, right? And so now we have to kind of be like, all right, well, let's bring this like bastard stepchild into the room and like have a talk with him and like figure out how we can incorporate him into the family. And and this is what it sounds like is happening with Skip. So then it's just really a matter of figuring out like which ethical parties are willing to create these marketplaces. Well, you ever have a friend who's an asshole? Like, like, and they just sort of, like, break things around them, right? Well, Don't hold, I mean, don't hold back that, Jacob. Don't hold back, bro. Well, I mean, is kind of like your asshole friend, right? Like, um, you just want him to chill some. Um, and Skip, it, I mean, basically, they create in protocol rules about like no 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 you're not you're not gonna get drunk and tear up the whole fucking place again while ranting about you know whatever um and and that's good news because if we look at ethereum and what's going on with oh what 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 is that called guys there's there's a certain is it Flashbots? Flashbots, Flashbots, yeah. Flashbots. Yeah. I mean, guys, they, they like basically run ETH. Um, and, and, you know, that that's not then very, I, I, again, I'm being very opinionated here, but like, I, I think it's really harmful to Ethereum and to the stated goal. Well, of the I mean, the clue, Jacob, the clue's in the fucking title, isn't it? Uh, MEV, the clue's in the fucking the initials itself right all right there's value being extracted right i mean it's working self-explanatory pretty much to a to a degree yeah and it and it seems like i don't know like looking at all the people who are here i i don't think i think everyone here is probably pretty familiar with mev there's there's some interesting solutions to the mev problem on ethereum though uh it just comes down to whether or not the user knows about them right so like if you for example use CowSwap. um you know the the pool is hidden, so those those bots can't access it. So you you bit okay. Jacob doesn't agree. Let's let's hear what he has to say. Oh well, I mean, like I mean, I I don't know about cow swap. Okay, what I know what? is that. <laughs> Are you going to disagree with me when you don't even know about it? Well, oh no no, I, I, well because it's due to the level of pervasiveness of services that allow you to reorder Ethereum blocks. And if your transaction is going into an Ethereum block, the, the MEV artists can fuck with it. End of story. And I, my, my dark view, I, I do have an optimistic view on ETH too, but like my dark view on ETH is that like, actually the proof of stake transition may have killed it. Um, and if that's the case, it's not really so much, the MEV practitioners that that are like dancing on Ethereum's grave, but it, it's more like 
you know, you went from maybe under 20 for sure, uh, scaled Ethereum miners and, and the Bitcoin mining game, similar to the ETH mining game, like the bigger you are, the better your economies of scale are. And once you get those better economies of scale, you, you really, really compete. Um, and so basically like the number of large ETH miners would actually go down over time. Right. And if you look at sort of the history of these large miners, some of them were doing surprisingly nasty stuff. Now, before I hop off, and I am going to hop on a second here, I'm going to explain to you guys like why and how MEV exists. And I also want to encourage you guys to like stop me if I'm too technical or not going in a straight line. All right. In, I'm going to speak to Cosmos specifically. In Tendermint, there is, you know, basically a shared RAM state that we refer to as the mempool. When you make an osmosis transaction or a Cosmos Hub transaction, it goes in to this, this thing that we call the mempool. Reaping, like, like I'm talking like reaping wheat, right? Reaping the mempool is completely voluntary. So um, as a validator, you don't actually have to put anybody's transactions in your block. You can print empty blocks if you'd like to. Um, or you, know, you can lower your fees and have tons of transactions in your block because when you have lower fees compared to other validators, um, when your node comes up to reap the mempool, think about it like the mempool is like plants. They're just chilling there, right? And you can as a validator, you go and you, you pick up and harvest all the plants. And typically, um, validators in Cosmos will reap the entire mempool. And the reward for reaping the mempool is, you know, you get transaction fees and stuff, but that's actually distributed uh, across the whole validator set with the distribution module um, and also to the delegators. Really, it's more delegator-centric than it is validator centric. But point being, you can choose to do nothing. Now, the opposite of this, okay, is you can also, hey, there are the following transactions in the mempool. I am going to ignore, uh, let's say, out of 100, 90 of them, but I see these 10. And if I arrange them in just the right order, I can profit massively. And, and is again, I don't really think we're talking about ethical profit, especially when we get into techniques like sandwiching, which is basically like you trade in anticipation of somebody else's trade that you only have knowledge of because you're you're monitoring the mempool. Okay. And that is gonna move prices and things in your favor, their trade, their trade executes after yours because you, as a validator, have taken the mempool, which remember, it's 
you know, you can do stuff with the transactions in the mempool. You can process them and commit them to the blockchain. Or as a validator, you can choose to do nothing. That's part of the scalability design of Tendermint. And so um, basically, though, like the window for MEV comes up because uh, and this is true of Bitcoin mining, of Ethereum mining, and of every context that I've heard of MEV is it basically, and this, this so everybody knows, it's kind of a security thing, why the process is so hands-off, but like all of these networks work in more or less the same way. When a user makes a transaction, it goes, that transaction is kept in the mempool and in Cosmos, we usually empty the whole mempool every six seconds or so. But um, there's not, there's no need to empty the mempool. And, and if you want to, anybody in the audience could go and stand up a validator on any one of many Cosmos networks. And once you're, in a, once you have enough information to be able to predict when it's going to be your round, when you propose the block, um, you can then have additional software that's sort of by default, let's say, chilling in the background. And the additional software, um, you know, it, it can reorder. The transactions in the block because uh, by default, and people say it's first in, first out, and I, I almost call bullshit on that. It's really the transaction ordering in Cosmos is, hey, I'm a validator. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, that, I mean, that's um, like, like exporting projects? Uh, no. I was talking about MEV and this. Then no, I don't store projects. I was talking about you know the um, order of transactions in blocks. I like that. I was following that more than any bloody conversation tonight or any comment. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a solid <laughs> linear train of thought, Jacob. I gotta I gotta bounce, but this was fun. Um, I'll see you guys later. Cool. Hey, man, I'll catch you, too. I'm going to run also. I'll see you guys later. Take care, Jacob. Watch what you're doing. <clears throat> yeah. I've got a few. Oh, go on. Is that Joey, yeah? Jo Joey, I was just going to welcome a few people who were here earlier, but go ahead, Joey. What were you going to say there? Oh, did he jump as well? He was going to say something there, wasn't he? He only came in to speak to Jacob, I think. Oh, he's connecting back again. Uh, the people, are guys, I know, like, some of you have been up ages. Uh, like Slinky, like Giannis, uh, like Sefi. Hey, Sefi, yeah. Uh, hello, bro. I want to ask you a quick question. Yeah, what you guys hey up there. to? Uh, just chatting shit, mate. Well, we, we had Jacob on, and M MEV was the topic at the the hot topic at the moment. I don't know really how we got onto that. I think it was, uh, how did we get onto that game? I'm not too sure. Uh, by the way, dude, I wanted to ask you, uh, how's the wife doing? First question, most important. Doing well. Pretty mostly recovered. Good. Come please say that, bro. Just in time for Christmas, yeah? Class. And uh, what about the boy? Uh, what about the boy in college? Is he liking it? 
yeah, doing great. He'll be coming home for Christmas. <laughs> Super. Oh, has he not been home since he left? Like, he would have left in what September or something? Yeah. No, he came briefly for Thanksgiving. I think he found ah, himself yes. a new girl. Found himself a new oh. girlfriend and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Has he? Oh, <laughs> there you go, yeah, man. He's a chip off the old block, no? Eh. I mean, guys, I know there's loads of people here, and, and I did want to talk about uh, very, very quickly, very quickly for like a minute about uh, Rack. And I did want to just touch on Tank's uh, spaces last night because I listened to the whole thing uh, about that uh, validator. And I thought that was quite interesting. And I want to talk about this grading system. Uh, Safi, have you got, you probably have, like, have you got any like uh, opinions or comments on like uh, MEV or Skip? In particular, are you familiar with them? I mean, we might as well get the MEV conversation finished as soon as possible. I know if you came in and listened, uh, do you have anything I don't to say? Have, yeah, I was, I was listening to what Jacob had to say. I, I understand the concept of uh, MEV a little bit. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I fully understand the technicalities of how, uh, like all the nuances of how that's exploited to extract value. I think it's, an obvious uh, side effect of blockchains. Um, okay, okay. I can maybe I can give some give some context into this. Okay, so in my opinion, MEV is a byproduct of privacy leak. So in proof right. of stake, right now we have uh, validators, and validators enjoy a, an unfair advantage, wherein we can they can see transactions uh, before they are finalized, right? So if I see a transaction, let's say someone is swapping uh, 1 million Osmo for uh, 0.1 million uh, atom, let's say. So this is a big transaction. And if the pool liquidity is not as much, this is going to move the price a lot, right? So that person is going to suffer a lot of slippage. As a validator, what I can do, I if I see that, OK, this person is swapping a big amount of Osmo, I know that price is going to slip a lot. What I'll do is I'll take a flash loan, let's say from uh, White Belt DeFi. I'll take a flash loan for a uh, loan for one million dollars. I'll buy that uh, atom and push the price up, and then put this uh, other person's transaction below me. Now he'll suffer a, a lot more slippage, and then execute my uh, end transaction wherein I sell my rewards, which I bought before That's this person. Basically, so as a result, yeah. You as can a result, see it as the system kind of trading against you, essentially. Yeah, basically the validator is trading against you. Uh, uh, in Ethereum's case, uh, before it moved to proof of stake, miners were trading against the users of the blockchain. Yeah, so basically they are stealing fund, stealing uh, uh, some money from the users. Yeah, it's basically a, uh, an epiphenomenon of the design of. Uh, public blockchain essentially and yeah without the privacy piece you have this issue you also it's a similar thing in some ways to like a centralized exchange um sort of being also a market maker simultaneously and trading against its users or um like in ftx's example borrowing users funds and doing whatever the fuck they want with them so there's like front different running. ways to from running every user Sefi. yeah there's the different ways the to run. trade against user yeah So yeah. like the way that this is solved in centralized systems is uh, typically like if you're a, a brokerage 
uh, like a fidelity.com or a, you know, or a, I don't know, uh, I'm sure you've TD Waterhouse or whoever. If you're a, um, if your way of making money is by being a brokerage, then typically uh, you cannot also simultaneously be a market maker. So that's why like a BlackRock or a Citadel or someone else will come and be a market maker. Um, and the, the knowledge, like where, where people get in trouble, even in that circumstance is like, let's say the Robin Hood people and the Citadel people are talking to each other uh, and coordinating to like trade against their customers. Um, the MEV example would be like a similar situation where you know what the order book looks like ahead of time and you're able to use that information to extract value. But the, I don't know that like at the end of the day, like, I don't know, you, the end user could basically use, imagine that MEV, at least in this context, um, anybody can participate in MEV, like any of the, any validators or whoever. So. I suppose it's like a difference between a centralized value extraction versus a decentralized one. And maybe that's just the cost of doing business. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, so right now, right now, uh, people are actually uh, deploying bots and doing these ARP transactions. So Chorus One uh, has a bot uh, which tells how much uh, value is being extracted per day on Osmo. So today, I think it was around $300 to $400. And the top bot uh, who does these transactions uh, is earning around $200 per day. So right now, what they do is they spam the transactions. Because uh, Osmosis is, uh, all Cosmos changes right now are first in, first out. So uh, the bots are trying to be the first one to uh, put the transaction. So they spa spam the blockchain. Uh, in order to get their transaction before someone else. What uh, Skip is going to do, they're going to make a, make a market, right? So they'll say that, okay, each and every, let's say I'm a validator from Stakesito, okay? I'm going to make the next block. What I'll do is I'll partner with Skip, and I'll say that, okay, uh, uh, out of the top of the block, I'll uh, give it to Skip, and Skip can give me some transaction, which I can put on top of my block, right? Now what Skip will do, Skip will partner with these uh, people who want to put their transaction on the top and it will have a market. It will say, okay, how much you want to pay uh, me or us to put your transaction on the top of the block. Out of that, Skip will, uh, Skip right now is sharing 100% of the revenue share in, and is not taking anything for themselves. So let's say, um, uh, Sefi is a, Sefi is a person who sees that, okay, there's a transaction uh, which we can, which I can use to extract some uh, arbitrage. So what he'll do, he's, he'll go to the escape uh, protocol and he'll say, okay, let's say he's adding uh, 10 Osmo in that ARP transaction. So he'll say that, okay, I'll give you eight Osmo for my rewards and the two Osmo I'll keep to myself. Now let's say uh, Gaines is uh, another one who is uh, uh, competing with Sefi. So what he'll say that, okay, I'll give you nine Osmo instead of eight. You put my transaction even below Sefi, even above Sefi. So in this case, what will happen? Uh, Gains transaction will go through and Sefi's transaction will not go through. And Gains will gain one Osmo in the hub uh, as his profit and he'll give nine Osmo back to the validator who put the, let's say uh, as stakes ito, my validator made that block and I got nine Osmo. 
Now what I'll do, uh, let's say I'll, I share 90% of the uh, MEV with my stakers and I keep 10% to myself. So out of that 9 Osmo, I'll keep 0.9 Osmo for my validator and I'll share the rest uh, uh, 7.9 Osmo with my delegators. So this is the mechanism. Yeah, so, and, so basically yeah. the, the, these protocols are democratizing MEV the same way like Kujira democratizes liquidations. It's kind of Correct. like... Correct. Instead of instead of like uh, this being only available to the select few who know how to use this sort of thing, um, Skip is able to get a lot more liquidity in. Maybe they're not very rich personally, but they can bring a lot of user funds in, and they can make that ten percent, and then they can pass on the rest of ninety percent to everybody else. Something like that. Um, same yeah. way, Kajira liquidations they make some money while at the same time they give you the opportunity to, you know, like uh, buy coins for cheaper at liquidation prices and things like that. So yeah, I think I think these things are good. Like I think um, ultimately, like if MEV cannot be eliminated as a you know process on the chain on a public blockchain, then these types of protocols become sort of um, the next uh, process to sort of make sure that like it becomes somewhat fair. Although in the end of the day, it's like you 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 imagine that um, you would eventually want to have a blockchain built specifically to uh handle this and bring back value to the chain at a base level um like the chain itself should have a way to have that money go to say for example the community pool or something like that it doesn't make sense to have like a secondary protocol um i think like when a lot of blockchains especially cosmos and ethereum and such were created like people hadn't really fully thought out like what the consequences of mev were going to be and they hadn't fully thought out what the consequences of um, liquid staking derivatives would be. Um, both of them are sort of like epiphenomenon that when they get big enough, they create a whole nother layer of like problems that um, um, that had those had those been considered as like, I don't know, outcomes uh, early, early on in the design of the chain, like the chain would have so it, so a properly designed chain today should include liquid staking as a base function um so that like any kind of governance problems or like centralization problems um get taken care of at a protocol level and the same could be said of mev like your chain itself should have a solution for mev not have these externalities so that way the users of the chain in general um get the profit or whatever in either into the community pool or as a function of the fees or something like well, that Osmosis um, in, in my mind, right, like, this 12 months ago, Sefi, Osmosis were promising this 12 months ago, built into the chain. Obviously, there are L1 yeah, I mean, bundles. In my mind, like that's the that's where it needs to go long term, that these were simply oversights that people hadn't thought of in the design of blockchains. And like now, if you were to start from scratch, like you're designing a chain today from scratch, like these two problems need to be solved, right? Like they just the liquid staking problem and also the MEV problem. Well, I believe, don't don't quote me on this, guys, and we're going to end the MEV conversation because it's like, I'm looking at the clock gains, one hour, 10 minutes of pure MEV. Wow. Guys, I'm MEV'd out. I don't know about you guys. Uh, it's Celestia. Guys, uh, Celestia is going to fix quite a number of these problems, but I'm not going to go on about that right now. Uh, gains. Uh, there's a few people here. I just really want. Uh, there's a few people left as well. Uh, I want to say about Rec News. I mean, Rec News has come back. 
right? And look at this fucking post from the man. Live from what? the spaces. Jacob Gaddian. Jacob Gaddian put on the spot by Roboverse Web3 about poor development on osmosis. Gaddian deflects and attempts to food team Kajura. Gaddian then makes incomprehensible sounds. I mean, this is getting out of hand. This fucking wreck news is getting out of hand, mind. Even uh, Miss Slinky was in wreck news yesterday again, yeah? Dude, come on. I don't remember that. The way I do remember that, but the The strawberry strawberry The strawberry was. Oh, that was so funny. Do you know something last night, Gaines? I think that's the most I've cried laughing in probably 10 years when we were uh, talking about the clothes and you went fucking mad and you were fucking... Hey, bro, what are you talking about? Can you even ride a horse? When, like, I think Ghostface was asking you if you like a nice cardigan or something, if you wear cardigans. And all like, right, all right, hold on, hold, hold it right there. Who in this room that is a man wears a goddamn cardigan? Ooh. Thumbs up, thumbs up for the cardigan. Girls as well, thumbs up for the cardigan. Come on, let me say the thumbs up emojis for the cardigans. For the lads. Oh, Amanda, oh, thumbs down, God. you would put. Amanda was thumbs up last night. Hey, that was so funny. When Ghost was going on about his suits, I was absolutely crying, dude. Honestly, I was in utter hysterics. Anyway, just uh, a few guys. Very, very, very quick update. Uh, Rack's code is in testing. Could have been out today. They just want to do more stress tests. Uh, but uh, they think that they might have, like, uh, clicked something uh, or figured something out in the architecture. I can't really go into it too much, but they have kind of figured, like, a couple of things out. Like, like put it this way, right? They've they've looked at it in a different way and kind of reversed engineered shit, and, like, they've found some other exploits that are not just uh, related to flash loans. And they've also been looking at some open source code that might just well be exposed to like similar vulnerabilities. I'm not going to say much more than that. Listen, they were going to come on tonight, but they just want a giga test gains. You know what they're like. They did uh, 200 million fucking simulations on those slots gains, right? Ridiculous numbers of simulations are run, guys. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, they're they're really heads down right now, focusing on the on the smart contracts. Just give them time. Just give them time. I know people are getting a little bit anxious. Want to start gambling away their tokens? Just chill. But do you know why, Gaines? Do you know why this is the best thing that could have happened to us? Do you know why? Simply for the fact that it's made them more determined, like more. Oh, dude, dude, whoever hacked our uh, our DAP, right? <sighs> You shouldn't have. You've created absolute monsters. I've never known anything like these guys over the last couple of weeks, man. Even I was like, whoa, dudes, I'll just like leave you alone for a few days. Talk to me, yeah. Uh, talk to me when you take a breather out the basement. I mean, they are going nuts, right, with the code. And they're going to continue. They're like, right, dude, fuck this. Like, like we're all in now. Like, we're going to bang these games out for fun games. We're going to see some fun and games. And the next, like, Q1 for Rack will be massive. I fucking why is it? You. Why is it that your man, uh, Sefi, always runs away when we start talking about Rack? Oh, but Bruce has probably put up one of those uh, silent spaces that he likes to do. So he's, he's had to go and run to join that. Yeah. Like... 
I don't know about you, but you know, you get the daily play of the spaces. Like you flick up and you'll put it on to see what's going on. And you know, you get like about 10 different spaces, like you know, the tab in the middle. Dude, Bruce's like came on the day when one had finished. And he, he fucking he had a silent spaces for like 20 minutes. I get the irony, like in the title, but it's just not funny, like I said. It's just like nothing amusing about it whatsoever. I was just like, is this supposed to be? humor or something like comedy or like man like you just some people trouble. some people have so much time they don't have you know anything better to do than host a 20 minute silent space <laughs> just it's just kind of ridiculous. crazy so so i don't want to mention uh that much about rack uh but i do want to mention our ghost faces joined the room i do want to mention something guys right and i don't care uh this is recorded I don't care who's in the room and who's not. Uh, I had a conversation with the devs today, the rack devs, right? And uh, they've been actually, like, while they've been working, they've been listening to some spaces, yeah, and they're a bit fucking pissed off, like. And anyone can go and carry this message to the people that it's meant for who are not here, right? I was all listening. I don't care who you talk to. This is meant for your ears. So one of your little rats that's probably in here will go and pass the message on, right? They are pissed off with fucking people on spaces saying, oh, the rock gang don't want to make friends simply because they don't want to waste time doing a fucking collaboration. I've said this in a tweet and I'm going to put this in the nest in a minute, right? When you're getting 50 collab offers a week, guys, and all they want to do is ship games. It's done their fucking head in. Uh, Sky, yeah, uh, the dragons, sorry, the dragons, not Sky Monks, uh, the dragons. That was an absolutely, totally organic, natural collaboration you know why because fucking mall bought the nfts and then hit the guy up to like talk to him about like mall look like mall and zap both love the dragons they both fucking got the game and the like the eggs and everything right they're right into it that's why the dragons collab came along and then people are getting jealous because dragons were the first one up on the lottery and then you know we'll take the token on the uh on the on the platform right i'm telling you guys right Whoever, and it's not mostly is in the room will be sound as fuck. There might be one or two rats, right? I don't know. They might go running to their bosses because they know what I'm talking about. Same person said this three times in like the last 10 days, and it's starting to piss people off. If I hear on a space anymore, and when I did hear it the other night, I was down as a listener and it was fucking late, or I would have said something. If I hear any more about people on spaces saying, Oh, the rat gang don't want to make friends. I'm going to fucking come up and bite your head off, like, because we're fucking sick of it. You plebs, man, just want to ride our coattails and ride off our names, man. We were fucking doing everything first, man. Look at the plebs copying the shit, man. Copying the tats. Copying the fucking, oh, the, the fucking rap. Well, rap. Fucking whatever you want to call it. Anyway, listen, it, it stops and it stops now. And that's it. And I'm telling you, this has come out the devs' mouth tonight. Then they're like, what are these fucking plebs doing talking about? Like, we don't want to make friends just because we're fucking shipping. We're not community sitting and riding off the back of your fucking community, making your memes, man. That's what you've made your career on. The people who bought your fucking NFTs and got rugged to death. And you've all been on the fucking Titanic sinking since. Didn't it come in our world, right? That's why I fucking called this space to get that out. Sorry, Gaines, I do apologise, but we had this conversation Moll and I, like, 40 minutes before the space. And I fucking I, knew it was coming because I've been pissed off, dude. I 
I get very uncomfortable when you get like super annoying. I get very uncomfortable. I mean, you save space. What? Why? Why, why don't Rex want to be friends with Allie, bro? What? Why, man? Why? Why you guys? Why you ain't our friends? Dude, Here's one it's of them. not about. No, I am. I'm cool. I'm cool with you. Like, I'm cool with all the NFT projects, dude. I've got no beef. But like, when you get up in the spaces and talk bad, like, not talking bad, just like, well, we don't know what it is with the rock guys. You know, we reached out. You know, they don't want to make friends. That would saying you don't want to make friends because you say like you haven't got time for a collaboration. That's fucking being duplicitous. And saying that behind closed doors is one thing. Saying it in public is another. And I'm fucking telling <laughs> the wreck. The wreck news already quoted you, bro. You're in, you're you're in shit, man. I don't care. Shit. What do you think? <gasps> what did I? What did I? What did I say? Do I care? Uh, I, I, only, I heard a rumor that the the racks are gonna list Stardust when it goes live. Dude, you know something? We we want to be everywhere. You wouldn't believe the research that the devs are doing at the minute. Oh, it's crazy. I'll tell you, guys, these, these, the thing about these two is they'll ship code day and night. And, you know, across the board, like, they've got no fears. Like, they're just like, right, hey, we've got you lot, like, the community, like, behind them. Let's just go for it. Gains, how silent has that Rack Discord been this week? It's been really quiet, right? Yeah. It has been quiet. Really quiet. Because no one's, no one's felt the need to, like, bother anyone. Or, like, it's like, right, okay, we got a knockback. Hey, what's going to happen? We're like Rocky. Have you seen Rocky? Rocky I think one, it's Rocky good, two. though. Robo, I think it's good, though, that it's quiet. Because we don't have paid moderators in the uh, in the raccoon community, right? As far as I'm aware, we don't have, like, a 30 army of paid moderators talking amongst each other to make it seem like it's busy, right? So, and that just causes distraction. So I'm glad it's kind of quiet. We're respecting the, the devs' time. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you are know you, what? That's the, one way to navigate you how dead your Discord is. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Who what said that? that made it, wolf? What did Wolf say? <laughs> I said that's one way to navigate how dead your uh, Discord is. And I was going to say, that's... that's <laughs> Most of us just blame the bear market, but whatever you do, you look at Ghostface. Look at Ghostface, dude. He's uh, ironing his shirt. No way. Is he on the couch again? That's not a shirt. I'm ironing my sweater. Thank you. Cardigan, cardigan. Sorry, bro. Who irons a sweater? How do sweaters need iron? And I've never owned a sweater. Hey, I, I just had a quick iron. question. I tried to cash this check from Racks for community moderating and managing, and the check bounced. And I don't know what to do with it now. Is that Sajoshi? Sajoshi Nagabozo, the uh, second year? Oh, it's not. It's Finn Schlong. No way. Is that, a, is that Finn Schling Kong? Kondong Schlong Long Dong? Finn Schlongington. Schlong, Schlongington. Oh my God, Jesus! Wolf, have you have you minted any schlongs? Actually, I did. Yeah, we we have like uh, I don't know, ten in the vault. <laughs> he's got, wait, he's got ten schlongs in the vault. That's made Finn's day. That. <laughs> How big is that vault, Wolfman? How big is your vault? 
Let's get in there, man. We're actually, I, I'm actually about to publish a, a white paper on it um, and the tokenomics behind it all. So a lot more will be coming out and um, pretty soon on how it's all going to work. So well, I'm pretty excited about that. It's uh, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the watchers are going into the vault. I've already gone into the vault, so they'll earn Stardust token in the vault. They'll also earn their own token, which we can distribute to stakers of the O token. It's 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 pretty cool because like we're mining our tokens instead of minting a bunch and distributing them. So you know you have to stake to mine the tokens to get the Stardust token to get uh, the the O token, and then you also have to LP to mine the branch token, which is pretty interesting. So, Squid. What's this fucking squid thing? Am I the only one that doesn't know about what squid is? You keep saying this thing, and it's like, I feel like I missed a space where <laughs> this became a thing, and I'm like, what? I'm done writing. What's going on? Does it? Can anyone fill me in on squid, please? Amanda, do you know? Uh, check out Yumi. She doesn't know anything, and this is my thing. It's <laughs> only my thing. It's my thing. And yeah, Whatever that's all is. you need to know, Robo. Squid. Touchy. Gain's a bit right. touchy there. I'm leaving. Whoa. She, oh, again, you can't, I can't believe you upset her again, man. Right, uh, can we change the story? Anyway, raccoons, all positive. We'll make a comeback. Let's see what happens. Uh, I do quickly, not, not for too long, because he did an hour and a half last night. I do want to touch on Tank and his uh, report last night on the validator. Now, there is something I want to mention to Tank uh, about this, right? Is that uh, his grading system. So this is this is what I want to talk to Tank about, right? He, 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 Tank, you you were giving people like uh, grades like in school, which I thought was fantastic. And then at the end, uh, Timmy pushed you on a number between like one and ten, and I was like, oh, Timmy, don't spoil the grade system, because like, dude, you were like, oh, I'm giving them a C, oh, C minus or, or or D plus for this one, and I'm like, I'm buying into that shit. Tank, bring back the grade system, please, for the love of mercy. Heading into work, guys. Cheers. Have a good morning. Yeah, bro. Take it Take easy. Take care, man. Um, Robo, about the whole grading system. I think I think uh, just a piece of advice for for Tank is make it public. Make it public, right? That you have this grading yeah. system and that you're going to do some reviews, just so that people can look it over, and so that, that it can be fair, right? Because I, I don't. What, what yeah, if, but he needs know? he needs to use something like what we would know as a traditional like grading system, or even better, a Likert scale. I mean, essentially, like what you would what you would maybe use for this would be a Likert scale, right? You know, like your Likert scale, your degrees, right? There's always like five degrees, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, like, yeah, like let's say a uh, very good, like for example, but you can do better. You can have like pleptastic or whatever, right? Status, anything you want, yeah. But you have got like very good, good. Uh, average, uh, poor, very poor. You know the five. You know, like Earth scale, yeah. Like I think we should. We should. I think that the scale should be either you're the worst of the worst crypto like Mo, right? Or you're the best of the best, like mm. yeah. Well, that's a like that's a like Earth scale. That's a like Earth scale. There's five degrees on a like Earth scale. So you'll see them on like surveys, like uh, let me think of some of them that's on the like Earth scales. So there's like several, isn't it? There's like a uh, a. Uh, uh, never, uh, rarely, uh, sometimes, often, uh, always. Like, how often do you visit this this place or whatever? You know, there's like a uh, there's uh, 
uh, what like hate, dislike, uh, don't mind, uh, like, love, right? Isn't there? There's like if you know you Google like that scale, it's a fucking thing that they do. Like like for all kinds of like surveys and shit. That's the kind of thing he needs a proper setup, and he can like upload each category because he's got different categories, right? Like social media presence, uh, governance, uh, participation. Uh, like, like uh, management, uh, like the running of the business, etc. Right, uh, things like uh, websites, etc. Right, he grades like lots of different things. Yeah, it would be great for all of these little things to be like I don't know what a spreadsheet or snapshot of like an Excel or something like that, where you just see like like at the end of like every week you see like whatever it gets. I don't know whether it's an A plus or fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Mate, between yeah. one and ten, between one and ten is a bit like just random, isn't it? Right. What else has been Amanda. happening anyway? Sorry, let me Sorry. just let me just apologize to Amanda for being so rude. Cook, Amanda. I'm Sorry, the cook. I'm Sorry. Squid. <laughs> what the fuck? Listen, okay, I forgive you. Amanda, Amanda, I saw a picture of Gaines, right? Uh, yesterday yeah. oh my god he looks like a fucking wild west hero i've never seen such a more manly man on the back of a horse in my <laughs> entire life i'm telling <laughs> you and we had no cowboy hat he's got the cap on throw it in the nest no, he's got the cap nah i'm not nah i'm not gonna do <laughs> that to him man it's a thirst trap listen she wants a she wants a thirst trap B-Bands has come to speaking now. Look at B-Bands <laughs> straight in on the thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that the one that's already on Twitter? No. Riding the horse. You ride horses, games? No, that's, that's oh, fucking he's from a the G. show. That's, that's, that's from the uh, Yellowstone show. He's a G. But he's boots. Spitting, spitting image. Spitting image. Oh, oh yeah. What a oh, okay. Okay. Amanda, Amanda, you should see his boots. Mm. Mm-hmm. 200, 299 rattlesnakes died in the making of those boots, and I've never seen anything like them in my entire life, I swear to God. Oh, my God. I Baby literally can't see. Gaines, are you actually, like, a country boy? Is he folk? What do you mean? He's a gangster? What do you mean? He's an essay? He's an essay? 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 <laughs> I'm so bad. Weird. I, I apologize now, Gaines. Gaines and Ghostface last wow. night with that conversation, I was crying listening to those two. <laughs> Who is Mano. it told? Mano. <laughs> hey, bro. Mano. Oh, oh, Ghostface is back up. Yeah, real quick, because, you know, this sweater, it, it came out pretty crispy. And the reason that you freaking uh, iron sweaters is because when they're in the closet, sometimes they get wrinkled. You can't go to the office with the wrinkled sweater, and I'm wearing a bow tie today too, eh? So, hey, but Mano, seriously, you got some botas or what? <laughs> dude, dude, is it there? It's winter than where you are, right? If you're wearing a sweater, it's winter, yeah. I wear a sweater in the middle of summer. I just like to look cool. What? Oof, what's the tie? Tie with a sweater. Obviously, you've got to wear the tie with a sweater if you if you if you've got the sweater on and no tie for work. Like you're just the ultimate pleb. Like especially when the collar like comes over the top of the sweater. I'm no. not a fan of that look, mind. No, that's uh, that's the messy American look. <laughs> the collar outside of the the neck of the sweater. 
It's a pleb look, that like, isn't it? Right, no more clothes. No more clothes. We have, right, we have some more topics, man. I'm going to finish uh, in a bit anyway. Uh, but Tank, yeah, I thought that was great. I was uh, I was glued to it, like, last night uh, against where he was just, like, going through. And it's like, he's like, he's like, right, I'm just going to go away and have a look. Oh, and he's, like, getting the surprises, like, when he's looking at, like, the Comdex validator that he couldn't find them on Atom. And, like, there was, like, lots of shady shit, wasn't there, with that validator last night? Look, and what number were there, like, 30-something or something? What? What number are they? That fucking, what is it, blue steak or whatever? Uh, 39, I think it was. 39 in the plebs like that? Like, Believe the so. website's an atrocity, isn't it? Who the fuck built that website? I'm who the fuck sure. built that? Fucking chubby baby. Is that who built that fucking website? I had to listen to the recording. Um, so was he also doing, like, a live stream on Spaces? What, like, was he doing YouTube and Spaces at the same time to let people see what he was actually oh, looking at? I don't at? know. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I only woke up to the space. This is when I was asleep. I've got no idea, dude. Uh, I presume it was like around about what, one o'clock or something is time. Yeah. Uh, I just listened to the space, the whole, the whole space. It was quite long. He didn't get them on. Uh, I heard him ask Jacob like tonight. He's like, oh, you're down the list. But when I get here, will you come on? Uh, it's a shame. Like if you reach out or validate like, and they're like, nah, mate, I'll let you go ahead and like, you know, and not come on. And I'll tell you what else was shitting all last night. The fucking IBC fucking friends. They're not fucking friends, are they? Not turning up for uh, that show last night. Plebs. How unprofessional is that? Is it, uh, it's worse than me when I slept in 10 minutes for the angel drop, isn't it? 10 minutes? 45 minutes, dude. I don't. I slept, I slept in 10 minutes for that 40, drop. It was 45 minutes, dude. It was it 45. Fuck? It was like 15 minutes. And then we were like, all right, we'll just start our own. Oh, 15 minutes. Oh, no, no, it was 15, 15 minutes when I woke up. That's right. 15. Sorry, I forgot. Not 10. It was 15. You've just corrected me. You're right. Okay. Well, 15. I'll, I'll take 15. It was 45 no, minutes. you just you said it was 15. You said it wasn't. You said no, it no, wasn't no, no, 10. No, no, it was 15. No, no, no. Nah, we dude, waited. don't walk this. Dude, don't walk it back. What? Did you just oh, mute me? Not, no. Again? Rob. No, I didn't mute you. What are you talking about? Of course, I haven't muted you. Everybody can see I haven't muted you, you pleb. Gaines, man, acting like he's good. Did you mute me and we could hear him? Oh, my God. Uh, Michael's here, wait. And wait, we had a few other people. Wait a minute. Uh, there's a few people in the audience that I, I don't know how many we can invite up. Uh, there's Michael back up again. Bans uh, is here. Bans has a touch. She wouldn't speak Gans came up for thirst trap picks. <clears throat> um, no, actually, uh, Gaines sent them to me in DM. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Gaines. <laughs> cat fight, cat fight, cat fight. Down horrendous, <laughs> down horrendous. <laughs> hey, Bans, Joe Bans, I know you don't get involved in the politics sometimes, but uh, at the beginning of the call, we were talking about your man, uh, Jim Yang. <laughs> From os- osmosis, starting to starting to repent his sins now. Like in there, oh, I, I, I love cosmos, and I, I'm sorry about my tweets. And he's been going mad for like four days. I bet he's been raging on the fucking whiskey, that Korean whiskey. That's fucking mad, man. I bet he's been right that right shit. I bet he's been hammering that man, and he's just sobered up and looked at his Twitter, and he's like, fuck. For fucking days, he's been going hammer and tongs at projects, man. Hammer and tongs. And then the pleb just 
becomes a better cook. These people, man, they're not fantastic examples like other. Like, who can I ask you a question? All of you in the room will have a panel. Come on. Who are we supposed to trust in this fucking ego? Like, like seriously, like, where do you start? Who you like? These people who are building protocols and fucking, you know, in charge of the fucking source code of your fucking wallets and shit, right? Where do you start? Again, how, how do you pick a good one from a bad one? Like a good apple Robo, from a bad one, maybe? If, if you trust anyone in crypto, you shouldn't be in crypto. I know, I know. I know. Right? <laughs> totally correct. Totally correct, Slinky. Their egos are just off the map, aren't they? The egos are fucking ridiculous. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? About Jim Yang's behavior, like in the last, like over, like Tory and Rebus and who else? Kojira and a few others. I mean, just. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll speak. I'll speak on that a little bit. Um, yes, Michael. You know, he's been around. He's been around for a long time, and he was sort of there from the start, working on this with Jay and the rest of that team. And I do understand. You know, sometimes when you build something that was so intimate at first you know you know you're building it with such a small team and then over time you know it grows and grows and then you still have that sort of not necessarily but some people have like sort of possessiveness over which is completely understandable because this like baby that you grew turned into this like massive thing that like thousands of people are using and now it's sort of outgrown sort of that small insular community and now there's all these different people contributing and so i do understand where he's coming from and it's all you know it's definitely like disconcerting to see all the infighting and you know, drama and you know i can understand where he's coming from i also think that it's big of him to apologize so people who are able to kind of like look inwards and say hey maybe i went a little bit too hard and i respect people like that more than people who just kind of like stick to their guns and just keep on keeping on you know so you know i i, I feel both sides but i think People need to understand that, like this, this whole thing was built on the backs of a lot of these like original contributors, um, and just give them a little bit more understanding. That's kind of my perspective. I, I appreciate that, Michael, because you know something. I we all need balance, don't we? We all need balance, right? And it's it's kind of weird, like how, like you know, myself and Rama, like particularly, like we're leading like all the pushback and all the shit, like like literally. I've just been doing this for like way too long now. Like I'm at the point where I'm like, Matt, like everything's frazzled. And I was like the biggest lover, like a proper fanboy, like of everything and everyone. You never heard a peep out of me. Like until I've seen what I've seen. But I, I, I like, that's what we're here for. We're here to listen to people like you come up and say, hey, you know, like there's two sides to every tale and blah, blah, blah. And I totally agree with you, Michael. Totally agree with you. Yeah, I, 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 I see where you're coming from. I think in general, um, you know, I think a lot of people have been kind of uh, talking about this a bit, just kind of like the, the general, um, I guess the energy in the community has, has gotten a little sour, not, not across the whole community, but I think, you know, all we can do is just sort of consciously, each of us just try to be better listening. Do you know what, do you know what though, um, Michael? Michael, can I be honest with you? For me, right? Watching, like, the proxy war that's been happening between, like, Jack and Jay, right? Watching this, like, proxy war that's been fought through people like Jacob and other people, right? Like, and, and you, you know who's behind it. You know which two fractions of, like, you know, tendermint in air quotes kind of thing. You, we, we all know, like, 
I think I tweeted like quite a while ago that if you put like the two names on either side of a paper and drew a line down the middle, you'd have to separate like all devs across like projects into like either side because it's it's ridiculous how like these two fractions like formed that's that have dragged people into these little like uh, you know tittle tattle. I, I don't know if anyone's heard this word. I don't know if you Americans have heard it. I hope you have. Like tittle tattle, you know. Like he said, she said, and all this bullshit. Like. Like the vast majority of you, you just wake up every day and you're like, oh, come on, man. You've already tweeted about it. Why another like 10 tweets about the same thing that day? It's like everything in moderation, you know? Like uh, I might not be the right one to talk about that, but that, that's, that's how I feel a little bit, you know? The, the, the split, the, the civil war intendament hasn't been good for anyone or anything or any project. And that's a fact, mind. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think, you know, one of the biggest strengths of Cosmos is also sort of in a lot of ways showing itself also at this moment as a weakness, right? I mean, everybody has a voice, an opportunity to share that voice publicly. Um, I think that is one of the biggest strengths of Cosmos, but also at the same time, you know, the community is never going to agree on this on, on a single course of action, like unilaterally. So, well, well, Michael, you can look on the flip side, bro, right? You could look on the flip side of that and say, like, like we're coming off, like, what, six, seven, eight months ago? Like, the, the biggest, like, validation of, like, Tendermint, like, in its entire history. Like, the Terra Crash was, like, the ultimate, ultimate, like, proof of, like, concept, like, for Tendermint, like, that anyone, like, when all the dust settles and all of the fucking governance shit's over with, like, we're in business as where everybody in the future is going to want to build because for that for that mechanism not to go down during the tent and in fact work amazingly well like yeah we're dealing with the like you know the personnel problems right now but the tech behind it and this is why i'm still here talking on these spaces guys and not giving up and talking to people like jake and jacob and others right and, and going your man going to your net all, all the people who drop in it's because I'm still a massive believer in the tech, no matter what validators are doing or what, who's arguing. Like, Tendermint will be here when a lot of them are gone. And that's the kind of way I look at it, like, Michael. Like, like the, the, the tech for me, the underlying tech, far outweighs any of these plebs arguing on a fucking bird up, you know? Like, I'm not even thinking about that. They just generally annoy me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think Cosmos is going anywhere. Uh, people might lose a shit ton of money, but, uh, you know, buying at the wrong time. Right, uh, but you know, I don't think the technology is going anywhere. Um, I think you know when you zoom out, like long term, um, the future is very bright. I I think we we have a tendency, like across everybody in general has a tendency to kind of think that they're in the in the moment. But in reality, if you zoom out, it's just like kind of a speck of dust in time. Um, I think overall, everything is going to be just fine. It's no secret, Michael. Just for everybody in the room. Uh, who might be like new or whatever, right? Fairly new. It's absolutely no secret that every single dev who was involved, right? Always uh, like dev like around like Tendermint, Tendermint, Cog, etc. Right? They were all like gobsmacked when the terror crash happened and how it did not break sweat. Uh, guys, again, I don't want to go on about the same. We always got to keep changing the conversations, like when new people join. But my mate, my mate, uh, Giannis. Giannis has come up to say hello. 
He's been up twice. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> How you doing, bro? How are you guys? I'm not bad. Have you been enjoying the football or what? Are you happy with the results so far? Uh, I have not been uh, watching uh, the match right now. But, uh, you know, all the others are pretty much uh, what I wanted. Um, but it's cool. It's cool. I'm waiting for, the, for England versus France. I think this will be a really good match on the top eight. Best, yeah. Yeah. Best game. Best game of the World Cup today. Like England, France, man. Oh, my fucking God. How big is that game? Can't even tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it will be good. You hear me, Robo? You might want to turn off that match and look away because England is going to get throttled. I'll tell you what, Ghostface, mind you were one of my new best friends alongside Lizardis and uh, Giannis and uh, your man Sheldon is what I'm my new best mates. You're fucking getting kicked right out of that fucking club, you, you little cunt. Let's put a wager on it then, mate. Let's do this. England, oh. England loses. Dude, put a, put a wager. And Giannis is to a pair of those Fuchis from a sister's store. <laughs> and, and then France, France wins, and I'll send you a cardigan. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, my God. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. There's, there's something about England, though, that I've never seen for, like, quite a, like, like a, a, a long time at the minute. This, uh, Methodic, like methodical, like picking away, picking away. Winston, man, you fuck off, man. Get, oh, sorry, guys. It's a fucking dog again, man. Behave, man, while I'm talking, man. Sorry, fellas. I, I, if you want to see what he's just done, man, I had a coffee cup earlier when I came in and he's just got it and threw it in the air, like, like thinks he's taking the piss. I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, uh, not talk about football. We'll switch. England, I think, looks better than they ever have done right now. And I know everybody always says that. But they are looking methodical. They're looking like snipers that are just know they're going to get a chance. They know there's a chance coming, right? And they're quite willing just to, like, wait and then bang. See you later. All she wrote. Good night, Vienna. We'll see if we beat France, we win. There you are. There's a statement for you. Anyway, uh, what's happening, guys? What's happening? Are we fucking, is this the bottom or what? Or are we going further? Uh, Robert, I gotta go. I'm on my, I'm on a flight to Mexico City. So thanks for bringing me on. Great talking to you, bud. Take care, bro, mate. I'm off soon anyway. I'm, I'm gonna have to tap these dogs out. It's quarter to eleven or something, man. I've had a right long day. Like games is fuck all happening anyway, mate. It's very boring. Uh, crypto okay. day at the minute. Look, we've had a drag up. Like, any news? Hello, hello. What's that? You were, you were I can hear. Hours this whole week, and you're oh, you're getting rogue. Gains, you're getting rogue. Gains, you're getting rogue. I'm telling you. Oh, look at this man throwing shots at Red Gang. Look at that. How funny. I've just seen the Red News. I've only just looked. Gains coming, gonna come back. He's been getting rogue. Oh, Red News. Hey, welcome to the space, the world of spaces. Hey, we're in the news cycle again, though, aren't we? Yeah. We've been under an exploit. We've been out of the game for like, what, nearly two weeks. But we're still in the news cycle every day. People are still talking about the racks. Ghostface, you still got your rack? I'm racked till the day I get run over, mate. I fucking know you are, bro. 
Joe Barnes still got us. I know Joe Barnes hasn't shipped us. Oh, no. I'm not selling my rack. You crazy? No way. Amanda's wearing us like a right beauty. Even we've even got Slinky in on the game. Hey, Tanks, Tanks got a beauty, you know. You don't say Tanks rack very often. Who's seen, uh, who's seen Tanks rack? Anyone? And our games are the windy, the windswept rack. Um, I'd like to see it. Can you post it up, Tank? Oh, it's a Tanks rack, raccoon. Is it? Is it like it's, I don't think it's a one off, is it, games? I think it's a two of two, the same as Amanda's. Like the style. Can you hear me? I'm right, Amanda. Yeah, can you hear me? Two, one, two. I, yeah, we can now. I knew you got rogue oh. there. Yeah. Yeah. I Dude, was, we were I just talking about tank for like an hour. Fuck. <laughs> oh, were you insulted that no one was responding, or were you just happy that you were <laughs> No, Which I was, was actually just, mind, just minding my own business like Robo does, you know? He talks. Talks oh. and talks and talks. Oh. We were, talk we were talking about Rack's, uh, uh, Rack's tank. What were we talking about? <laughs> it's nearly as bad as Tank's tank. Can you remember? Who can remember Tank's tank? Fans was like, fuck off. I'm not having this. Like, when his tank got siphoned, remember outside the gym or something? Yeah. Who was there? Somebody siphoned the gas from his vehicle. <laughs> you were saying, you were saying, are you sure yeah. you didn't run out? He ran out of gas. It's okay. We've all been. <laughs> Oh, he's that on was... his show right now. That's why he's not responding. I just realized. Oh, is he? Oh, we... oh, is it? Is it? Is it on a spaces as well? We should no, just jump off. No, it's a Twitch. But um, oh, I gotta right. go though. I got a to do list. Um, a little bit behind on some stuff. So. What? We'll not be long. What? 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 Hi, just just show you guys what please. I invited Gus up. You can leave now, Ben. Oh, hell no. Now I'm saying, hi, Gus. How you doing? Hey, good morning, everybody. How, how you guys doing? Long time, though. We're before not too bad, talking, Gus, Before you start talking, Gus, this space is being recorded, bro. I noticed that. It's being recorded. It's being recorded. <laughs> that was a funny meme. That was really funny. I really like those. They made me laugh. They made my day. Otherwise, it's a shitty weekend, so... How are, you, how are you all doing? Wow, Gus, we've been going mad. We've been having spaces left, right, and center, man. We've been on bloody, I don't know, God knows how many hours a day, man. I just think everybody's getting each other, like one, everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone's getting one another through the uh, bear market at the moment. <laughs> like Christmas is coming and everyone's like, fuck, it's still the bear market. Are we going to pump? Are we going to pump? And everyone's just like, ah, just okay. Have a bit of a chat. You feel better. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I think Powell will take the what, we'll go down to fifty basis points. Is that is that the uh, the rumor on the street? Maybe that might help a little bit. I mean, at least he's been signaling clearly about what he's going to do. I didn't trust the MF in the beginning, a long time ago, but he's been very, very clear about what he's going to do. So hopefully that helps. I don't know. Oh, you've just reminded me that was the RB8 day, wasn't it? I was talking to the Ram about that yesterday. He said it was going to be uh, 25 basis points. I'll have to go and have a look. I remember that was yesterday, it was against. If I'm it's 20... like seven hours. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. If it's 25, then things are going to red. They really are. Either that or the market's going to overreact because they're going to say, oh, we overshot it. I mean, what do you guys think? I know, but the RBA, the Royal Bank of Australia was pumping out theirs today. 
they've got a big week, uh, Australia this week. I'm, I'm quite interested to see what's going on down there. Like, but Rama made his prediction yesterday. I need to say he was right. I hate looking at mackerel right now, though. Fucking hell, man. There are some promising signs, though. Probably the biggest uh, prom- like prominent sign at the moment is uh, Michael Burry. When he, was, like, he tweeted the other day, and he's just like, I am not short. That was it. That's all he said. I am not short. He didn't say he was I long mean, either. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, short. yeah. That was, that was, I saw that. I, that made me, that made me stop for a minute and wonder. I mean, not that I depend on him, but uh, his, his uh, predictions are pretty pressing. You know what I mean? They're, they're no, what's the word? They're, they're very, very on the spot. He's out and in early. Well, I don't know about you, lot. But there's, uh, there might be some uh, very positive news, I think, soon. I think you might find, guys, very soon, that uh, China might just drop all of their fucking shit. Like, uh, all of the, like, what you've seen over the last, like, few weeks, months, and last two and a half years. Uh, I've got a feeling, a sneaky little feeling, from a few snippets from, a, like, what I'm picking up from different various sources, that you might just find that China might uh, end up like dropping everything and, and going into giga production uh, soon, like in regards to pretty much everything. I think they've uh, I think they've approved like a massive like uh, capital works uh, spending uh, like the for the fucking entire country. Like it's ridiculous. I think the number you might just find. And uh, I didn't want to talk about China. I think yeah, I can say the thumbs down, but it's relevant. No, it's just not a good thing. You're just opening up. Mm-hmm. Billions of people to consume more gasoline, and inflation's going to go through the roof I can't again. Hear, I can't hear Slinks. I can hear. I'm fine. Uh, Slinky, can you hear me? Gains, I thought you got rugged early. I could hear an echo on your thing. If I hear that echo again, I'll tell you. Go on, just do the I, the app swipe. I'll, be right I'll tell you what, guy. I know you will. I got rugged on so many spaces before Gains taught me like the trick. And uh, what I noticed is Twitter went from. 30 seconds to one minute. So like before, like you used to have 30 seconds to reconnect. Now you get a minute. Oh, that extra 30 seconds is a fucking lifesaver if you have to clear the cashier. Because I, I didn't know about you lot, but like Twitter Spaces messes with the Bluetooth. And if anyone tells me Twitter Spaces does not mess with your Bluetooth, you're absolutely talking shit. Because I know for a fact it does nearly every time. Like when I first connect, first start the Spaces, I'll like switch the Bluetooth off. Like they'll just disconnect from the headset nearly every single time. I've learned like you've got to clear your cashier before you start. Like get rid of your app, start afresh, right? If you're going to do a spaces, like start afresh, yeah, and then don't connect your Bluetooth. Start the spaces and then connect your Bluetooth after. Then you don't seem to have any problems, actually. Unless the Bluetooth. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Beef dogs, man. Jesus. Guys, I'm outside these dogs, man. Sorry. I got a question. I mean, I'm using earbuds right now, really cheap ones. And I'm wondering, like, what's the best, like, headset with, a, you know, an extended microphone? Does that have to be on other spaces for, like, you know, uh, secret and stuff like that and people can't hear me? Is there one that's affordable out there? Can someone pin it or something? Because I've been, I was searching half the day yesterday. I can't make, make up my mind. I am using uh, AirPods Pro for the past at least uh, two years without any problems at all on iPhone, on iPad, on Mac, and on Windows. Because are you on an iPhone? Are you on an iPhone, are you? 
Yeah, I'm on an iPhone, but I'm on a, uh, I'm a, I'm on a, like a skull candy cheap $39 earbud thing. So I got it. I got it because of work. I have to upgrade. So I love, I love, the, I love the JBLs, me. I love a good JBL. I, I've the, the, I mean, you, I did before Winston smashed it. No, the you, big headset. Here. You love them, but do we love them? I don't think so, guys. Like sometimes. Oh, fuck off. What's it like now? What's it like now? Is it loud? <laughs> I mean, oh, am I good? Am I good? Kind of. Am I good? Hey, just a little bit loud, and I can hear like your fan running at thirty thousand miles per per hour. What? No way. The fans, Mark. Away from me. Robo, you're good. You're good. Did you hear the dogs there? Yeah, the dogs went mad. We put on this Winston on the table, man. Shall I take a video or not? I'll take a yes. video of this fella, man. He's uh, right now on the table. Oh, oh, did, you, did, you, did you catch that little attitude that Amanda was doing me there a little bit ago? Oh, she's always going at She's always going attitude. I wake up with an attitude. Nothing, nothing new here. Hmm. Hmm. Squid. Are you trying to copy my squiddy? Squid. Is this squid the new joke? Shut up, dude. Shut up, please. Games, we, listen, to, listen to that attitude. Of, All right, back of, to Robo. Of course I don't get it because you are just saying squid. Who gets it? It's like, it's like a secret language. What's happening? Go back to your what, sausage fest. What's up, Discord? What's, right? what's, happening, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening with Shroot? He hasn't even surfaced yet, has he? Has he put in any any appearances on uh, any spaces since that weekend? I mean, has he got tattoos on his face or something? What's going on with your man Shroot? Like, he used to be in like a spaces like quicker than a rat up a drain pipe. I'm telling you, your man Shroot. You're right. You're right. I am actually worried about Shroot, guys. I've been messaging him, and he's not responding to my DMs. Wow. I don't have a cell phone number. If anybody has a cell phone number, try giving, giving him a call, please. That's, uh, to be honest with you, that sounds like a woman, that, doesn't it? That sounds like a woman when your man just goes, like, off the radar, bang, like that for a few days, and it's like, then you meet him, like, he's probably in love, getting engaged and everything, like, like four days later, and you're like, hello, what's happening with your man? Yeah? What's happening with you, you little bellend? <laughs> what's happening with you, you fucking... Played. Yeah, four days and your man's like, right, I'm getting married, we're having kids a lot. No, what do you reckon, kid? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think back a few spaces, uh, see it, what could have triggered him. No, he came in. No, 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 no. He had the big party. He had the big party this weekend, right? The boss with the boss and his mates were flying in from another company and all sorts of shenanigans, right? And if you remember, he was on the spaces and he, on Saturday morning, his time. Saturday night, my time. And it's like Tuesday night, my time now. And he was wrecked off his face, man, hobbling to the fucking supermarket for a bottle of soda or something. He was wrecked. Anyway, he was sorting his mates out some bacon uh, breakfasts, some full-on English breakfasts, like, like the duty is, right? But then he's like, oh, I've got to do it tonight for like the proper party. So the Friday night was a warm-up. He was already wrecked, and then he had to go back out, dude, on Saturday and do it all over again. Like, and you could hear the like hesitancy in his voice. He's like, <laughs> you know, when someone makes that like fucking horse sound, like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking, uh, there we go. Dude, we've never heard from him since. He's off the, he's off the reservation, isn't he? That's what I'm saying. Maybe he got, maybe 
Johnny knows. He hangs out in the Discord sometimes. Well, let's say. Johnny, let's, do you know where shirts at? Let's say that he gets. Let's say he gets home. Uh, I, ha- I have not. I have not seen him uh, since the weekend. I think. I think the last time we talked was um, on a similar space, like on Friday or Saturday. Can't remember. To be honest, I think that was the space I'm talking about. I think that was the space I'm talking about. Oh, your man must be down bad, no? What is it now? It's Tuesday, nearly Tuesday lunchtime. He must be sobered up by now. So let's say that he got home. He got home like 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. on Sunday, right? <laughs> All right. Wrecked beyond belief. Woke up Monday morning and went, fuck that. I, I agree, though. I agree with you, though. I think uh, I, I smell woman business here. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Giannis, what do you mean? He said he agreed yes. with me again. Come on, you must know. Yeah, I agree that they smell like, uh, you know, he probably met he's been occupied since. I mean, he's completely ghosted us. Not cool, man. Not cool. I'm over here rocking the squid thing for him, and he's not even helping. Wow. My, my mate, my mate, you know, we were on a night out, right? And he met this, uh, he met this chick, right? And uh, I didn't even know, like, at the time, I wasn't taking, like, much notice, right? Uh, but she was on a hen night. You know, hen night, like, when people get married? I forgot what you call it in, like, the, in the US. You've got different names, haven't you? You know, like, the night before your woman gets married or something, they have, like, that thing. It's a bachelorette party or something. What do you call it over there? Is that a bachelorette party or something? I'm not too sure what you use. I fucked up over there. Call it a hen night in England. Call it a hen night. You know, the chicken, the hen? Call it a hen night. And uh, what do they call the fellas? Oh, the fellas is a stag do. You know, stag do. Like, you know, do is a party. Like, they or do. It's like a party. It's a short word for a party in uh, British English. You know that do? No? You know, do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we call it a stag do. You know, the stag with the big horns. You know, the manly shit. We call it the fucking stag do, mate. What do you call it when your fellas, when your fellas get together? I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't, we don't call it a stag do. No, we do, man. We do. What do, what do you call it, the guys, when you all get together before you get married? Ba- like the night- party. A, ba- a bachelor party, yeah. You've said so you've got, you've got bachelor and bachelorette, right? Oh, bachelor, bachelor, bachelor and bachelorette, okay. Bachelor. okay. Now, now we're talking, darling. Okay. Dude, come on, man. Fucking what the fuck is that? Bachelor and bachelorette, man. Yeah. We call it the fucking hen night and the fucking stag do. Anyway, why was I talking about hen night? Why was I talking? <laughs> right. Me, me, no, no, dude. This woman was from like halfway across the country, right? And uh, he met her. And like, like he, he, he fell for her so much, though, that he just disappeared down there for two weeks, dude. No one seen him for two weeks. I was like, where the fuck is he? Thinking of being killed and everything. Came, come back two weeks later, like, oh. I met this bird and went down south. Like I'm like, what? You fucking <laughs> dude walked out his job and everything. <laughs> I'm like, are you mad, man? Oh, dude, it's fucking hilarious. The story. Like I shouldn't tell it. Who's requesting? Get them up. We love fresh blood. Oh, it's your woman, Joban's back. It's your woman, Joban's. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a quick story. We uh we flew to to Cali, San Jose, Cali. And uh, it was my wife's cousin's wedding, right? <clears throat> and it was at a uh, it wasn't it was at a nice nice little venue and whatnot. 
And the plan was that after the wedding, flowers, so that's... can you hear me? What was that? I heard like uh, I... some weird noise in the background. I think that was Ben. Oh, oh was that, was that husband? Yeah, he got a deep ass voice, man. He'd be like screaming when he talks and shit. He's freaking about his his plant that he was growing. <laughs> Fucked it up with the nukes a little bit, but he brought it back to life. So, anyways, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. All right, I'll try. I'll try. So after the wedding, right? The plan was to go to Las Vegas and just have like you know a fucking blast out there. And uh, so yes, so we went out to Las Vegas. And uh, the guys were just hanging around with the guys. The girls were hanging around with the girls. We kind of separated there for a little bit. And we started drinking. Next thing you know, the the groom, right? He he disappeared. He disappeared. We we couldn't fucking find the dude. And we were we were getting a little bit like we were getting a little bit like worried. Like, guys, it's it's pretty late. It's like past two AM and we need to bring him back to his wife. But People were trying to call him, wouldn't pick up. And we're like, fuck it. We're we were all we were all wasted, right? So we just all went back to our rooms. We just fucking so wasted. My wife was asking me, like, hey, where the fuck is uh where the fuck is Jason? I'm like, uh, did you guys end up finding him? And we're like, no, I'm like, no, no, we were all looking for him. We couldn't find him. And she's like, Well, where's the last place you guys went? And well, obviously I didn't want to tell her because we went to the titty bar. But I said, No, we went to the uh you know, the the Caesar's Palace, blah blah blah. Anyway, next day, next day, uh, wake up hungover as fuck. We we all went to like have some soup, and everybody was still t- talking about what happened last night. And he was not there. He still was not there. And the uh, yeah, so the situation got worse and worse because we were getting messages from the wife saying that. She had a whole bunch of fucking withdrawals from her bank account and either cash, cash withdrawals, or um, that he was uh, spending, spending funds with like an escort service or something like that, dude. Oh my God, bro. This was like the most awkward fucking like family trip to Las Vegas I've ever been in, dude. It was so, 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 so bad. So... few hours later we uh we meet back up with the entire entire family and jason and the wife is there and the dude had the most reddest like his his like right side of his face was so fucking red like just one side was red the other side was normal the dude got bitch slapped so hard dude and apparently supposedly (laughs) supposedly he 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 blacked out, you know that you know how that story goes. He blacked out. He doesn't remember a thing. Said that he got mugged, that he got robbed, that he doesn't even remember going to the, the titty bar, and that yeah, supposedly they took his, his his card and 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 they robbed him, supposedly, but oh my gosh, man. Guess how much money? Guess how much money was gone from their bank account? Guess Robo. AGs. Oh, you're close. You're very, very close. You're bottom. Yeah, it's bad. It's it was ten thousand dollars that he spent oh. on escort services and ATM cash withdrawals. Yeah, man. Imagine, imagine throwing ten k, and next day 
you have a blackout. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> imagine, oh imagine the smell in their wedding bed. Did they get married in the end, not? No. So this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this what? was the day after their <laughs> wedding, bro. This was the day after their wedding. They were married the first day, like officially married, bro. And this oh, happened. Can oh. you imagine? Oh my! Imagine the smell. Imagine the smell in that marital bed. Oh my god! Bands, can you imagine that, Amanda? You'd go fucking mad, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It. Unfortunately, the reason I said that number was because something similar happened to me. <gasps> Did you stab him? Like, Is it the same guy? Is it the my same ex, guy? My ex. My ex. Uh, no, no, my ex. Did some shit like that to me? It was bad. Stab the fucker. No, I was uh, I was like, well, you know, thanks a lot. Now we have nothing to eat, and we just had a baby, so we ate like I ate like cereal and rice for like fucking a week until he got paid again. But yeah, that's why that didn't work. But yeah, for sure, it was absolutely awful. (laughs) Bullshit with a little kid, though, man. That's bullshit. Like, like. Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, it, like us, we can't, if we have to eat shit, like, like literally, I've lived on, like, like uh, potatoes and eggs for, like, a month, right? Like, if we have to, like, like live that life, like, as adults, we can do it now. But when you've got a kid, man, that's, that's not how shit works, right? You know what I mean? Like, your priorities change, like, don't you? Don't that dr- drastically. Oh, gosh, dude. Yeah, he, the, we were there for a total of three days in Las Vegas, and we just wanted to get the fuck out of there because... The entire time we were there, it was the most awkward thing ever. He, he he wasn't allowed to leave, like her her little like radius of ten feet. Like she had him by the fucking like balls. The entire time we were out there in Vegas, he couldn't leave. He couldn't do nothing. He couldn't spend money on on drinks. He couldn't gamble. It was just, just oh super awkward. The most miserable time. Like you can kind. I don't even know the guy, right? He might have been through hardships before in his life, but I can guarantee you that, like, particular, like, like it was family just came over. I'm dropping down a listener. Okay, bad. Thank you, darling. I bet you that I was need, the most. I need to go to life. Have a great uh, time and uh, talk later. See you later, Giannis. Take care, bro. Yeah, See you, man. Send me. I got to get to work, guys. You have a good one. All right, this I guess we'll just get the fuck yeah. out of here too. I think we smell, Gaines. Eh? I yeah. think we smell. Harvey, do we smell? For fuck's sake. You always smell. <laughs> Imagine the smell. Dude, we, uh, we had, Harvey, when you left, we had like an hour and ten minutes of that fucking uh, MEV. Oh, dude, I was, dude, I was crawling along the floor. Couldn't take any more. was MEV'd out. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Some people like the even- <laughs> and I still don't even know what the fuck MV is, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, why is it? Why is it that like developers can't explain anything in English? Like, it's not yeah. asking much. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's very difficult for the like to express things in like a logical order. So you know, like development and organization, whether that be written form or verbal, it takes a degree of like knowing. Okay, this is like how it works. Like, if you're gonna like explain like a problem, like like whether it's a, a problem like you've already fixed, or whether it's a problem that's like occurring now, 
like the way that you talk about it, the techniques you can use. Nah, RV, they've got <laughs> the vast majority, vast majority of them have got like zero like speaking skills. And even the ones that can like, like get you to like understand what they're talking about, like quite simply, yeah. Like a lot of them are like monotone as fuck. And that's really hard to listen to, man. I'd rather listen to like bad English than monotone English, if I'm honest with you. That's what I said about Jake. He's one of the very few people who, when he speaks, you're like, you, you, you're buying in, like the rhetoric, you're buying in, uh, you know, how he delivers the content that he uh, talks about. Fucking games, look at that space has just emptied. Everybody left us, dude. And I mean, everyone almost got really boring. Did we get boring, dude? No. I'm glad. I'm glad they left. I don't like yeah. spaces. Yeah, fuck those people. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think... I think that Sonny actually does a really good job of, of uh, metaphor, like using metaphors to explain complicated topics. Like, I really like the way that he used um, the example of like NATO and bilateral treaties to explain mesh security. Um, obviously, that requires like some like historical context or, or whatever, but he always supplies that context. And I think a lot of people, um, what they forget, and I think like especially developers, is like, they're in their little world with other engineers talking about this shit all the time. And it's not often they like zoom back out and come and talk to us like non-developers about what they're working on. Um, and so they kind of forget that none of the context that they're used to operating with um, is there. So, so they're having this conversation that's totally different from the conversation that we're having, which is why I think it's helpful to have an interviewer or somebody that like isn't afraid to like pull someone back down to earth when they're like floating maybe like too far above the land and I don't know I mean Jacob's a smart dude I don't think anyone disputes that right like I just think he requires like um like guidance during interviews because he can easily just go off into like these tangents and and if you let him like he won't stop. <laughs> Rama and I, Rama and I are probably like literally the, like the only two people on spaces because it's like different live, like face to face when you say like him and Don or something. Like Rama and I are the only like people who tamed him. And that was on one of the first ones we did back in like a uh, late March or something uh, around the Juno halt. Can't remember exactly when Juno halted, but like it was before the Juno halt. We actually did it with uh, Jacob. So yeah, it would have been like early March, I think, around the Prop 16 time or something like that. Dude, we got like a great interview out of him. Uh, I thought I upset him yesterday. And uh, Gaines might be able to point me in the right direction here. I mean, he came back today, which I'm really happy about. But Gaines, you remember yesterday with a mechanical keyboard? <laughs> and then when other people were trying to like, ask questions and reply, and it was like so fucking annoying, wasn't it? And I was like, Jacob, you know, like everyone needs you in these spaces. We do like need your knowledge, you know, and you're yeah your ethics and your effort like dude but you've got to learn where the mute button is and rv he just left the space <laughs> i've known that fella for like four. i didn't i didn't i've known him for over a year man i was literally like one of the only when he had like less than 2k followers literally the only guy in cosmos that was like defending jacob at the time with the uh the situation when lum uh, halted uh, the relays, the IBC relays on the uh, uh, LDP on osmosis. I think uh, Lum 
stop me if I'm wrong, were the first, right? The Quinty uh, bootstrapping program, right? They were the first ones to test it out, I think, and they pulled that stunt because obviously they fucked up the airdrop. People just cashed out their airdrops to the LBP. Loads of people got stunk. They took down the IBC channels and, like, Jacob was like, nah, 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 you did wrong. You fuck. And, and Jacob, like, reconnected the... Uh, the IBC really is for Lum, or oh, was mad, like, and then they went after him. And that fucking literally, I remember, like, I spent, like, three days on, on, uh, three days on Twitter. Like, just, like, there wasn't many mind. I'm telling you, like, all of these tweets are there. Like, I've, I've searched for them before, so I know they're all there. Like, the key keywords, you can search, like, Jacob Rye, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So, mate, I've been there from the start. Yeah, that's why it comes on and talks to me. That's why when we had the row about the bad kid and everything, it was all fucking fake. It was all fucking drama. It's all WWE. Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's a good source, but yeah, Harvey, you're right. If you can channel Jacob properly, like in an interview, he's fucking fantastic. You heard the explanation at the end, yeah, when he's talking about the blocks and... Yeah, I was like, bro, where the fuck was that? Like, yeah, mean 20 pool. minutes ago. It's it's yeah. insane, like Me how all too, you gotta right. do is like frame it for him, and then he's like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right." <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, Rama man, Rama's had some insane, intense conversations, man. I tell you, we've we've had Rama like online on spaces, like Jacob, Jacob. I've told you before, both in public and in private, and like, like he's like a school teacher, Rama man. And then you get some like magic shit out of him, some real, real fucking beans. I'll tell you what. The thing about uh, Jacob is, because he got taught, obviously, off Jay, yeah, uh, and others, uh, his fucking knowledge of, of Tendermint, Tendermint Core, right, and then the Tendermint Libraries as well, like three Tendermints, right? Uh, his knowledge of the entire, like, thing is really, really on point. That, that's where his, like, massive fucking strength is, like, is, like, in consensus. Uh, he's really fucking clever, like, and he can push code out. Like, Jacob can push code out like fucking no one. Like, he can knock out, like, 10 PRs in a day. Like, okay, some of them might not be perfect, but, like, you'll have 8 out of 10 or whatever. Like, he, that guy can produce, you know? And that's what matters, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know, RV. Uh, I will say this. I don't agree with his uh, stance on things or his uh, subjective comments. But when he's being objective and, and just talking tech, and you're talking about Sonny, I agree with you. Sonny's great with his metaphors. He does it all the time. Uh, I have to say, Jack Zamplin, Jack Z, is when, he, when, he, when, he's, when he's like, all right, okay, if you want to know how it works, right? And he, he's probably one of the best explainers out of all of them that I've come across, mind. Apart from maybe Jake, I think Jack Zamplin can, can communicate like everything very well, no? Yeah, I think it I think it really just comes down to how much someone loves to hear themselves talk. Like and I and I know this about myself. Like I love to talk. And I also like when I know something about something, I want to be the one to explain it. Like I'm that fucking annoying kid in the class who's like fucking raising his hand, squirming in his seat, like let me fucking answer this question cuz I know. And I think that sometimes can be really detrimental quality as a speaker because it it like it it means that you're focused more on like what you have to say than like 
how other people are going to receive it, right? Like you're just really focused on getting this thought out of your head. Um, I don't know. I measure everything in like subjectivity versus objectivity makes. I listen for all of the, the words that are either like that you associate with being subjective or objective. And then you can tell like when, when someone's trying to like balance something and then when they're like giving you like their deep down feeling. Do you know what I mean? I know you're saying yeah. all about people look at their own voice. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's two different things. Yeah. So I, I agree. Like there's that component of it. But I think like even if you're being purely objective, but you're like you're rambling <laughs> or or like you're going like too deep into the weeds or whatever, like it's still not super useful. Right. Like I think like, yes, being objective over being subjective is a great quality. But then on top of that, you also have to consider like, you know, who is my audience and what do they really care about? And, I, and one way that this got beaten out of me and I'm, I'm still working on it, but like in medicine, when you're presenting a case to a physician, like they just want to know the most important things. And so you just get humiliated into figuring out like what actually matters. And the faster that you can give your presentation and the more concise it is, you are like rewarded for that by either getting a good grade, getting like some sort of positive reinforcement. Um, you know, they allow you to maybe like sit in on a case and like do some extra things that they otherwise wouldn't have let you do. So I think that like the environment that I'm in like selects for that because you can't be verbose. People will just be like, fuck you. Well, um, you, took the, you took the SAT. I mean, you took the SAT test, didn't you? Right. You took the SAT, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, right. anyone so, who goes so to college has what's to take a big comfort? What's a big component? No, no, but what's a big component of the SAT? A very big component? Yeah. Concision. Con no, 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 no. I, I put the reading aside, the writing and language test. Uh, what's one of the, like, the, the, the fundamental components of the SAT it is exactly what you're talking about, concision. Concision and redundancy. Like, the, the pepper, the SAT, and they can mix it with other, like, question types. Like, it's something that, like, in the English language, I'll tell you what, Arby, I grew up, like, right, in a, in a weird old place, right? Uh, we moved, but when I was very young, we grew up in a weird old place, right? My old man was, uh, he was actually an electrical engineer, but he was, uh, he was the head engineer of three, like, coal mines. But we still, like, lived in a village bordered a coal mine, right? And I grew up with my old man, right? And, and he, this is his words. Don't take 20 words when you can take five. That's what he always used to say to me. Like, I, I grew up RV getting drilled into me. I know we talk on these spaces, but there is always a point somehow. We'll always get there. Uh, like, I got it drilled into me from being a young kid, like, off my parents. Like, hey, man, speak up. What are you saying? What you, what you got to say? Don't bumble on like that. Eh? What are you mumbling for? What are you bumbling for? Get it out, you know? I had no choice, me, mate. Yeah, in my family, you had to, like, get your words out and get them out quick or that no one was going to listen to you. Do you know what I mean? Some people haven't got that. Some people are like, it's like now, nah, mate. Come on, get the fucking point, will you? Yeah, I mean, I think this is why I'm such like a difficult person to be in a relationship with because I just tune people out if they're droning on and on about something and they're not getting straight to the point. I, I mean, and it's kind of hypocritical because I know I do it sometimes too. Um, so again, it's like something that I I think I have to continue actively working on, but. There is, a, there is a skill, uh, it is a valuable skill to be able to be concise and get your ideas out in a 
not only in a concise way, but in a way that like a broad audience can understand them. It's also a lot easier to listen Obby, to someone. Obby, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if you've ever gone back and listened to, I think I posted in the nest when you were on a space. I don't know if you've ever gone back and listened to the rack AMA uh, that I did with Maul, where it was like me and him for like the first like 45 minutes or whatever it was, 40 minutes uh, before I brought like games and Rama and everyone in. Have you heard that uh, yet, Arby, or not? Not yet. Oh, dude, you love it. Uh, they were in the group chat, like, Yelp's dead games, wrong. Like, everyone was in the group chat, like, wow. Like, fucking great interview. Can you remember games, that one? That was a classic, no? Which one? Uh, which one, Robo? Classic. The, one where I just, the one where I interviewed Mo. The one where I just interviewed Mo for, like, 45 minutes, and then that you lost him. That was the first space where I was, like, shocked that you could actually be professional in the space. So, oh, Fucking hell. That was the first no, one. Seriously. I, That's dude. the first one I ever tuned in that you were like up to, to your utmost professionalist, like robo style, you know? You you did a great job. I was like, wow. We had one objective, didn't we? To get the raccoon message out. How do you do that? You don't do that by dwelling on talking about yourself or like like asking too many follow-up questions about the same point. This is like what annoys me. People will be like these interviewers on the spaces, right? They'll be like, uh, oh, we'll, we'll get questions at the end, which is like what you should do. You should already have your like mates in the audience like ready and primed, like to come up with like the big numbers, like the the curveballs and shit. You should already have that like lined up. And like what you want to do is you want to interview them and get this much like data. I, mean, I know you've got to ask like supplementary questions and you know connected questions, blah blah whatever, and and arrange your open and close like to keep it going. But like. You want to get through as much content, really, in these interviews. See, games you know on Cosmo Spaces, you don't get a lot of luxuries uh, with some of the, like, some of the people are like, say, you know, you've got 40 minutes, we'll only accept certain questions and all that bullshit, right? Yeah, there are some people that do this shit in crypto, and not Plebs, right? Yeah, I usually tell, like, our guests to make sure they at least set aside an hour minimum but yeah. be prepared to go to like an hour, 30, maybe two hours sometimes, sometimes two hours. But yeah, that's pushing yeah. it a little bit. Well, that EMA was obviously a special one. But yeah, I did. I mean, it was on for three hours, right? Over three hours, yeah. Mole said after he was absolutely shattered. Uh, RB, I'll go and find it in a second. I'm going to put it in the nest. So yeah, it's just basically like me and Rack, or Rack and I, sorry, uh, Mole and I for like about 40 minutes, maybe something like that. 45 minutes, me just like, right, you know, audits, this, the games, blah, 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 valid, validators, like me just trying to get through as many topics as possible for all the people listening, like, yeah, I'm going to talk, I want to ask about that, I want to ask about that. Then when it came to it, like, if what, if I did 45 minutes and he was up for three hours, he took like two hours and 15 minutes of questions, Ari, and he stayed there and answered the lot. That's how you do a fucking interview, right? It's like what uh, Gaines did with Jake Hartnell. Tell you, that's another one, Arby. If you've never listened to Gaines interview Jake Hartnell on Cosmos Spaces, that's a fucking banging interview. That likes one of my faves. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard that one yet. And I, I do love listening to uh, to interviews with Jake because I think that, uh, like, for example, I know Don did one that um, was interesting because he dug a little bit into his, uh, his, like, past before he was, you know, working on Juno and all that kind of stuff. And it... it I do. I, I listened. I'm trying to remember. 
I listened to one of Gaines' spaces. Oh, yeah, you were interviewing Don. And um, I do think it's really important to kind of break through the, uh, the crypto stuff every once in a while because it's, it's really easy. Like, for example, Don has this, like, persona, right? And it's really easy for him to keep kind of, like, perpetuating that persona. But he doesn't really get a whole lot of opportunities um, outside of his platform to show people, like, who he actually is so that people who maybe don't understand the humor or the, you know, the overt, like, um, communication style that he uses, like, to actually understand, like, who is Don really, right? And having these more, like, organic spaces where people can actually, like, oh, here's my life story, here's, like, my arc, here's how I ended up here, blah, 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 this kind of shit is is really more important, I think, than all the other stuff that um, some other content makers focus on. Well, last thing that Gaines has been doing where he interviews people, uh, I loved the Don interview last week. Uh, I mean, I nominated, like, uh, Kevin Garrison there. Who did, who did Kevin Garrison nominate? Because they, they, they would have nominated Don, right? I love the Don one, though. Fucking love um, that when he's about film school and that. Who did Kevin? Who did Kevin nominate? Oh, he nominated Joe, Joe Abbey. Ah, yes, that's right. Cool. And, and Joe Abbey nominated Don, did he? Joe Abbey nominated Polkachu, but Polkachu didn't want to talk yes. on his spaces. And right. I said, fuck it. Well, I'll just, I'll just go with the, you know, the bottom of the barrel. So I chose Don. <laughs> Don actually chose Jake Hartnell. I haven't reached out to Jake Hartnell. No. I, I don't, I don't want to disturb him. He might be really busy. So I'll ask him though. It's yeah. going to be next week, Thursday anyway. It gives us, it gives them a little bit of time to like prepare. Well, we've got some scandal coming up, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, there's some drama coming up, isn't there, with this uh, window and shit. I'm uh, I'm getting ready to see Wait, which really? way what's what's the drama? I just met with them. They're great. I didn't say the word. I didn't say the word. But I mean, I, I don't know what's going to. I mean, well, Avi, we on or against was he on that for the culture spaces where we had that extended discussion about with drama about the Dexes and we went right. I mean, Avi, dude, I think I, I think you're living asleep, dude. With Rama, like uh, the other day, we did like seven hours or something. Uh, across like the full afternoon or whatever it was and in the early evening and we went into a right mad conversation man because there's loads of shit about like Ju- Juno Swap being like purposely sabotaged to like push wind to the front there's there's, there's strong rumours around about that like but we, we went into it in great detail the other day I mean I didn't want to drag this up again maybe I don't know it's maybe not the right time I don't know are we yeah, there might be there might be more to this story, and I don't want to like reduce it to a fucking headline. But when was Juno Swap ever a real project? Like, let's be real. We know, we know, we know. But is that like is that actually been the, the plan all along, or what? I mean, that's I fucking hate the thing. Me, by the way, uh, I, I would hope something would come along and replace it. Something that's efficient, to say the least, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the details around um, any sort of controversy around like whether or not Juno Swap was like this kind of like intentionally shitty platform so that something better could come and replace it. But um, if we think about it just from, I guess, kind of like a a capitalist point of view, it's like that's just kind of how things work, right? Like people make people made Juno Swap because it was like a low hanging fruit, right? You launch a Dex on a chain. It's like very classic. And, you know, I think we always knew it was never going to be better than osmosis. 
Um, I think there was a lot of hype with the whole raw airdrop. And then clearly after the airdrop happened, it was just like nobody continued working on the decks. Nobody was really pushing out any updates. There was like a grant given out to create some like infographic stuff, um, which, you know, was cool. But now clearly like, I don't know, like even though that stuff is no longer going to be used on JunoSwap anymore, it can still be used elsewhere because it's open source. So people can still take that and build on it and make something better for wind or the, some other decks that decides to launch. So it's not like, in my opinion, it's not like wasted money per se, but for anyone who was an investor in raw, I could totally see why they would be fucking pissed. I don't you know, know who's lying you raw, know, though. A little, I don't, uh, well, you know, Avi, sometimes when you speak to people, there might be some things that people are not aware of, or it's quite, I mean, I miss like loads of stuff and I find out stuff like later. Right, Avi, uh, do you know about Shane from Stars uh, and about what he did, what he pulled, what he tweeted uh, when Juno was like hitting like all time highs? Like, are, are you aware? Because Obviously, you're aware by now that, like, you know, whatever you want to call it, Tendermint, DiveAC, Cosmos, the whole, whatever you're going to call it, this eco we're in, right? Uh, most people like to use proxies to fight their little wars, right? This is how it works, yeah? I'm a little proxy of Rack, aren't I? Right? If you think about it, yeah? Uh, do you know what Shane from Stars was tweeting out uh, back in April? Yes or no? No. And then, well, but Juno all time high would have been uh, beginning of March, right? About second, third of March, something around there. And then this was like just not long after that, right? Because then Rap minted, and this is what we mean, right? Okay, if you don't know, uh, out of nowhere, guys. And if anyone knows how Shane is, which you should do, yeah, pleb. Uh, out of nowhere, Juno's hitting like all time highs from, from whatever you class the low as. No one can really determine the low. Some bought a three, something the law was seven, whatever. But June was hitting $45, right? Right? It, it bounced off 45 but it's still in the 40s, right? It's big money, yeah? And Shane from Stars comes out, where, where's our shit? And he, he deleted all these tweets, guys, because I've got all my receipts, right? And we made a meme of Raccoon running them over. You know, the quad bike thing where the girl runs a boy over. We made a, like a meme video of us running Shane over because of this. Basically, came out tweeting. Uh, me and uh, Ethan Frey, we, we were the fucking creators of Cosmosm. Uh, Juno fucking... Oh, I mean, basically, guys, he, he wasn't saying that, but he fucking was. Like, he's like, Juno owes us like money. And this is one of the things that's being taught around in, like... I don't know how to say this, like... Was Shane a proxy is the first thing, was the first question we asked at the time. Is wind, and, and what's happening now, an appeasement to Ethan for Cosmosm and, and Juno, which was obviously the first Cosmosm, one by door chain, I think. Like, nobody really fucking knows, but the suspicions are there. Does that make sense, Harvey? There's like, when you come out asking for like money, basically your share at all time, like all time highs, like questions get asked. And it's like, wait a minute, you little pleb. And then the next thing you know, wind's coming out, and it's like, all right, okay. I mean, Ethan Frey is the godfather of Cosmosm. Everyone knows. I'm not saying that, Harvey. But you know what I mean. There's no smoke without fire. 
Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Rack FM Code in Testing, part one of a two-part space hosted by Robo and Lil Gaines, Rack FM crew, recorded on Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, chase a view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Terror spaces.